Blog Talk Radio. Good evening and welcome to another episode of the Married Men on Talk Show, produced by Household Stress, home of the talk show. The top-selling book in an app for your Android smartphones. We come your way every Tuesday night, but you can get more info about this show by visiting our website, householdstress.com. Listeners can listen to one of our live weekly talk shows by calling in or logging on to householdstress.com from your personal computer as an anonymous guest. Phone lines are open right now, but this show is strictly for men only. Now, we have a couple of rules, and they are absolutely no profanity and no politics, and more importantly, no racial stuff. The show is apolitical and race neutral so that we can make sure that any man can feel comfortable on our show. And furthermore, fellas, this ain't Bible study. We want you to just be able to come to our show as a man, and that is it. The Mad Men Don't Talk show always presents the hottest topics for discussion, and tonight is no different. Tonight's topic is why a woman needs a man. My name is Rodney, and I'll be your host for the evening, along with my co-hosts, Tony and Darren. This is a fluid conversation, so if you do have something to say, please feel free to do so. Or if you just prefer to listen, that's absolutely fine as well. But please find your mute button right now and kindly put your phone on mute. All right, with all of that said, uh, let's get started. I want to start with a clip, fellas, 10 seconds. That was from the song called I Don't Need a Man that was recorded by the girl pop group, the Pussycat Dolls. Does anybody remember the Pussycat Dolls? Yes, sir. Yep. Nicole Scherzinger. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, they actually broke up in 2009, the same year we started this show. Anyway... This song was the second single off of their 2005 debut album entitled PCD. Cosmopolitan Magazine listed this song as number two on their magazine's best breakup songs. Women have a love-hate relationship with their single status. Women love the freedom, the flirting, and a no-strings-attached lifestyle, but they also dislike the absence of companionship. The lyrics to the chorus of I Don't Need a Man are as follows. I don't need a man to make it happen. I get off being free. I don't need a man to make me feel good. I get off doing my thing. I don't need a ring around my finger to make me feel complete. So let me break it down. I can get off when you ain't around. Oh. So what do you all think about these song lyrics? Are they indicative of how some women actually feel in real life? Say that one more time, Rodney. I said, do you, what do y'all think about these song lyrics? Are they indicative of how some women actually feel in real life? I, I believe that that these these women, I think that I think uh, to, for one part, they they are they uh, are fed up with certain treatments from men. 
and then if they 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 go they give it like two rounds, and after the, the second round is over, then they just say, you know what, I'm done. I'm, I I don't need a man no more. Mm-hmm. Have you ever heard a woman actually say, "I don't need a man"? Has anybody ever heard a woman actually say those words, "I don't need a man"? Oh yeah, I I heard it all. I mean, I heard it a lot of time. I think that I, I hear it more so when after a breakup or after something happens or after you know after they have a uh, after you know if a man say something to her or cheat on her or something like that, and they they run around and talk about what they don't need because he's been supporting her the whole time or half the time or you know for majority of the time. Mm-hmm. Is it usually one woman saying it to another woman? When they say well, that, I don't I think, need a man. Go ahead. Yeah, when they say that I don't need a man, is it typically one woman saying it to another woman? Yeah, well, when in the act of a girlfriend, you know, um, you remember um, that that woman that was married to Kadeem Harden? Uh, she, 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 Shantae, Shantae's got a man. That was the name of her song, and she was around her girlfriends, but she was trying to make them feel better. But she was just letting him know at the same time, you know, I got a man, you know, and he treats me right, but, you know, your man might not, you know. So don't don't put all men in one bottle and say all of them are the same because they're not. So, But they usually go for their girlfriends that got an ear because they got a vent, you know what I mean? If there's no man that event to, then they're going to go to their girlfriends. Yeah, I agree with that. I agree with that. I think that the ultimate is for a woman to have a man, and if she doesn't have a man, then they'll say something like, well, I don't need a man. But I think it's a smokescreen because I bet she'll, she'll – most women will trade that single status, you know, to have a warm man next to them on a regular basis. Hmm. Interesting. So so would you all say that a woman that says this, would you say she's a happy woman or a bitter woman? Bitter at the bitter. time. Bitter. Well, maybe not even bitter, but she's 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 lacking something. There's something in her life that's 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 missing, and that would be a man. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, my thing is that if a woman really doesn't need a man, why she got to say it out loud? You know, I mean, shouldn't her life show that? I mean, why does she have to broadcast that out loud? Why even say it? The same reason why rich people, you know, or poor people broadcast they got money. You know the same reason why they 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 show in the videos all the uh, everything that they got they show it put it out on the table and they fanning their money out and they take pictures of it. You really broke if you got to fan your money out, and that's all you got and that's really rent money and you fan that out and put it in and paste it on Instagram. You know you know you really don't have that much money because people who got money don't do that. Mm-hmm. So the same thing with a woman. You know you're gonna run around and say you don't need this and you don't need that, but you're really screaming, "Hey, I want that and I desire that." Mhm. Good words. Good words. Anybody else? Why do they have to say it out loud? I want to drop a monkey wrench right out the gate here. I know it's early, <clears throat> but is this stuff about I don't need a man just a black woman thing? I think that is more so. Go ahead. I've never heard anybody other than a black woman say it. <laughs> <laughs> right. That's why I'm like, you know what? 
I'm just thinking about this topic. Is this just a black woman thing? I think that we we just kind of. I, I think there's a lot, a lot more women say that we think, but we, in our circles, and I think that we're concentrating more so on our circle than than we are, uh, you know, majority of society because we, we can't speak for a society that we don't that we don't know about. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So what does it actually mean when a woman says this? I don't need a man. What what does she mean? What does she mean by... Go ahead. I just think Darren hit it on the head the first time. You know, um, that is something else. It's a cry out for a man. You know, that's like somebody trying to help you, and you got too much pride to take the help. She said, man, I don't need no help, but you really need it. Mm. I think it's the same thing with, I don't need a man, but you really need a man, because you're not doing that great by yourself. I mean, you think it's okay because you got a car, you got a job, you got a house, you got all these things that you think make you whole, but without the, you know, with the absence of a person to share it with from a different, you know, I'm going to say a different sex, you are lacking something. So I think it's just a small thing. Mm-hmm. Good words. I mean, you're right, brother. I mean, a woman with a career, a home, a car, and a 401k is not rare these days. According to labor statistics, more women are becoming the breadwinners and earning more than their husbands. So is this declaration, I don't need a man, simply about financial independence? Could be. It could be. I mean, the more I think about it, it probably is, because it can't be any. It can't be sexual independence. Hmm. You know what I mean? Unless they play with a lot of toys and that do it for them. But other than that, you gotta have that warm. You gotta have that warmth. You gotta have that somebody on your arm. You know, you can you can sit at home and watch Lifetime and, and think that it's all right, but you know you'd rather be at the movie theater. You know. I mean, I'm just thinking that you. You might, you might have something there. So you think that women are taught that the, the purpose of having a man is basically about the financial component? Is that safe to say? The purpose yeah. of having a man is, is about the fin- yeah, financial security? I mean, that's, that's one part of it. I mean, I don't, I don't know of a woman that wants a broke man. You know, I don't want. To, I don't know of a woman that wants a man that don't have a job, because love don't pay the bills. Because that's what I've been told before. But if she's yeah. controlling, but if she's controlling, she might want that man that can't stand on his own two feet, so she can control him. I mean, but that's mm-hmm. only. It's not going to last for a long time. You know that that that's that's a temporary uh, cougar situation or a temporary bow weaver. As don't matter. Call it down south. We're not talking about the longevity of it. We're just talking about her her goals is to get this man that's kind of dependent on her so she can control him. Tell him what to do. You know what I'm saying? I need you to be here at this time. I need you to be at my job at this time. I need you to have this ready. I need you to, you know, do these certain tasks 
that a man that's gainfully employed that got it going on may not do. May flip it back on her and say, this is what I need you to do. Yeah, I mean, I understand what you're saying, but I just, I, I just believe that a, that a, that a woman, you know, if even if she is a controlling person, uh, you know, ultimately, you know, we look, we, I'm looking at it from an ultimate perspective, an ultimate perspective of, you know, I want to settle down one day, and what kind of person I want to be with when I settle down. Yeah, I want a henpeck man, or I rather I want a, a man that does do everything, but uh, for the most part. I, I want to maintain what I have and don't want to lose it. And if I add any more to my life, it's going to be an addition and not a subtraction. And if a man is coming to my life and if I got all this stuff going on, the first thing I'm going to do is bring him around my girlfriends and the first thing they're going to ask, what he, what does he do? Where does he work? Do he live with his mama? Mm. Good words. Does anybody have daughters? Does anybody have yes, a daughter? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So to those of you that have daughters, um, how are you raising your daughters or how did you raise your daughters to need a man or to not need a man? Have you ever thought about that? How are you raising your daughters to need a man or to not need a man? I, I raised my daughter to be self-sufficient and become concentrate on becoming 100% or 100% of a woman and 100% secure in herself. So when she have a man or invite a man into her life or someone asks to court her, he would be prepared and he would be coming in as 100 as well. So 100% plus 100% equals 200%. So don't take no half a man because you're not half a woman. So I teach her how to cook, I teach her how to work. Yeah, you need to go to college, you need to have be educated, you need to get your own house you don't need to wait here in my house until somebody asks you to marry them, then y'all go off and happily ever after. It's not like that. So I, I train her up to be a 100% woman and self-sufficient. So to not need a man? No. Self-sufficient means to know how to do it by yourself until your significant other come along and you already know how to do it. You already know how to work for a living. You already know how to cook for yourself and clean for yourself and pay your own bills. You already know how to do all of that. So when another person comes into your life and he knows how to do all that, y'all will make an awesome couple. Because if you get pregnant, go ahead. No, go ahead, finish. No, I'm going to tell the truth when you get done. Okay, and when you get pregnant and you have to start working for nine months, these are life changes. If you get pregnant and you guys decide to have a baby after you get married and you have to stop and take off work, he will know how to continue to pay the bills online and continue to do all the things that he should do to keep the household running because bills don't stop coming in just because your life changed. Bills continue to come in and life continues to happen but when you guys want babies and when you guys want to go out of town and when you guys, you know, you save and have a savings account, you know, hey, you'll be able to take vacations. All these things take into play when you're talking about a family. Can I ask a question? This is Q. This is Q. Go ahead, brother. Hey, to the panel, based on what I've heard so far to the people that have spoken, what is the reason for marriage? I know my answer, but what is the reason for marriage, according to the panel? (laughs) 
what a what a reason for marriage is I, I look at it is for number one be fruitful and multiply. Number two is to be inter or uh, or dependent on one another so you can have a companion so you won't diseases are way out here. You know, uh you don't you wanna be safe. Uh, you don't want to just go around and spraying your jollies all over the place. And you want a significant other, somebody so you can, you know, have and to grow old with and get and gain better, be, become a better person by allowing that person, the other person in your life, to to allow you to become better. And they easily do that just by challenging you continu- continually on a daily basis. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mine is a little bit more biblical and spiritual. I look at it as marriage is mostly for the benefit of the children because through marriage, a family is created, and through a family, your lineage is created, and through your lineage, lineage, all that is seen through the eyes of the children. So for me, it's not so much, and I think that's the disconnect with me and when I speak with other people because they're looking at it from the standpoint of the Bible that speaks that marriage is you and it's a test and it's a a training ground. But I look at the end result of marriage, which is the fruitfulness that you spoke of. And I agree in this with women, that there's not enough males in positions, economically, spiritually, whatever, to couple with in that regard. But here's the one thing, and you guys know I'm a little pro-male, but here's the one thing I say that with this topic is always a disconnect. The daughter that you spoke of, that you're training, which is great, 50% of her doesn't exist out here in the professional arena, let alone other arenas. You know how many people, women, can't, cook or can't be self-sufficient of themselves, but they can spend money well. Or these situations of need a man, as you gentlemen spoke of a moment ago, when we speak with ladies, which is why I asked that panel question, they can't articulate what you just said as far as marriage is self-edification or even my point about the children. It's always a me, me, I, I scenario, so that causes the good guys to stay away and the wolves to come to the forefront. So this is how I see it. Good words. Anybody else? But, brother, um, you spoke about children. What, what about having children? Does a woman need a man for that? Evidently, because in our culture, those percentage-wise in your own personal circles whose children are not benefiting as they get past the 18-year-old, uh, 18-year-old mark, sure, you may have 100,000 ladies who trained up their children well. But then you look at the millions that have not. So evidently there needs to be a balance. And then when you look at, well, there's some father-mother scenarios that didn't turn out the children well. But then you look at predominantly, 
percentage-wise, they do. And even child psychology people tend to say that as well, irregardless of whether you've got a mean mother and a mean dad. The, the opportunity for balance did exist in your life, and you're not unraveling things after the 18-year-old mark. So we tend not to think of the kids at all. If, uh, you know, the, the, these kids are out here looking bad, acting bad, and the parents are professional people. They got their beamer, but their child is in jail. So that's the way I answer that question. Yeah, but I got to rewind you because you went a little too far. And maybe I didn't articulate myself uh, properly, but what I meant was when it comes to having children, does a woman need a man to conceive a child? No, and, uh, and no, not at all. Yeah. I mean, you got reproductive technology out here, fellas. I mean, a, a woman doesn't need a man to have a baby. You know, all she needs is a man's sperm, fresh or frozen, from a donor, living or dead. And but then, uh, but then to that point, like I mentioned on the show some some weeks ago, I got three guys I know out here who have hired surrogate mothers to have their children. So the man no longer needs a wife to have mm. a child. Uh, I know two guys, one paid twelve grand, another paid eight, and I don't know how much the other guy paid. I never asked him. But they paid these guys, and I asked them why, each individually over the years, and two of them said the exact same thing. I don't want any female separating me from my child. So, you know, wow. so no, man, no man needs a child anymore. And even you got gay people doing the same thing. So we don't need women anymore as far as coupling with them or uh, anything of that regard to have children either. Hey, I want, hey, I want to add something. Go ahead. This is, Harry. this is Harry. What up, man? What's up? I want to say one thing, though. Withers. <laughs> Come on, man. <laughs> Come on. But, I, but, but the thing I want, I think to um, a man's point is I think where we are in society is I think we have allowed our technology and our um, advancement in technology to outtrack that we, we've um, we've I can't think of, think of the word right now but basically what we've done is we think that we're outsmarting nature but we're actually crippling our society by thinking that, you know, we don't need a man, we don't need a woman, we can have all these things without a family structure. Um, and I think that's what technology or the advancements in the technology has rendered us to become arrogant to think, okay, we've 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 have all these uh, advancements in technology that we can outsmart the 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 natural structure that was put in place before the technology, and so that's why women can go and make all this money, be artificially inseminated, uh, and raise children. But that's not to say that it's right. I mean, I remember what Chris Rock said. You know, just because you can do it. Doesn't mean you should do it, you know. Mm -hmm. 
But then, you know, uh, look at it from this standpoint. Here's a, here's a monkey wrench warning. Once upon a time, the restaurant industry, people who brought you uh, your food at the IHOP, they once upon a time made minimum wage. I used to work at Sizzler as a kid. And, for, uh, and America decided, they made a group decision. We know these people get tips, and they make a minimum wage. So for no other reason than jealousy, we as Americans are going to vote against these people, particularly no other industry, just these people, from having minimum wage. And we're going to give them next to nothing so that the tips that we can't track should equal about to minimum wage. So here's the monkey wrench. What's to stop America, all the people who are families, mothers and fathers, from one day, ten years later, five years later, deciding we're going to make taxes, head of household, off the chart successful for people who are coupled. And the people who are single, we're going to crucify them in taxes. What's to stop it? We've done it before. Yes, borderline like that now. Right, and I do agree, but the only reason I mentioned that is because, like I said to you guys, I work in medical. I see how easy it is for women to come up. I'm talking from the college grants specifically and only for women. I'm talking about the housing for $200 less only for women. I'm talking about from how the sisterhood is way stronger than the brotherhood. And I'm not saying this is a bad thing because the brothers need to do they get on their thing, which is the major problem. I'm just saying the road for ladies is so easy, even the whole street gangster element. Women have the option not to deal with knuckleheads. You can be a square nerd walking to school and get harassed by some dudes that want to jump you in their gang. So... You know, the the road for ladies is so much easier here in America. Now, when they go outside of America, it's a totally different flip. But here, here, of course, they're going to have the I don't need a man philosophy because the situation is what it is. Men used to do the same thing in the 1700s before, you know, men thought to give women rights. So, uh, you know, it, it's, it's just going to get worse and worse. I see the children. These are the worst children I have seen or read about since the time of the Depression when a little boy was out. Mister, can I have a dollar, a dime? The, these kids are lost. They got all this technology. They still don't want to do anything. And I just see this black generation fading out probably in 20 years. I would totally agree with what he said. I mean, it's, you know, with, with, and that's, I think a lot of that is by design because I don't think that um, the people that, are, that stand to benefit from the way society is created do things haphazardly. Um, recently I was at a symposium, and this lady stood up and said, you know, a lot of people are arguing about who can marry this or, you know, who can smoke this. And she said that all behavior is shaped by tax policy. 
And the reality what that means is, is that the legislative powers are going to put in place laws and legislation, whether it's taxation, whether it's giving um, benefits to women to have cheaper housing, um, to giving them special programs. They're putting this in place because they stand to benefit from a weaker, specifically black male generation, uh, to the point where, you know, you play that song where, you know, they don't need a man. It's to the point that some men realize that to the point that they want to become women too. Mm-hmm. But I want to go back to what the brother said about IHOP. And it's funny you mentioned that, brother, because I was just at the local IHOP yesterday. Um, and I don't know how we got on the topic, but the waitress that was helping me, we got on the topic of, you know, why a woman needs a man. And she said to me that um, having a husband around with a job and a nice paycheck is actually an, an, an enabler that gives a wife a false sense of security. Now, I don't know a marital status. You know, I just I said, i got to write that down. She said, having a husband around with a job and a nice paycheck is actually an enabler that gives a wife a false sense of security. Do you agree with her or disagree with her? Disagree. I I disagree because if that's the case, then having government daddy at your disposal is also an enabler. Mm -hmm. So it's either one or the other government yep. or a man right because because the reality is her argument doesn't hold water if government daddy isn't there to assist in no regard see government daddy covers you just like the wife in the event that you two you have a baby and you decide to break up okay somebody supports that but imagine if there was no government daddy like there was in the radio days People were very cautious about getting pregnant. People had big family discussions like, look, we got pregnant. This is the problem. See, now that government daddy's here, you know Wick is at your disposal. You know you, you, can, get, you can go find a can of foods. You ain't got to go look for it. So her argument doesn't really hold water because government daddy is there. So he also provides the false sense of security. Mm-hmm. That's good words, and that's kind of along the lines that I was thinking. I didn't tell her that, but I kind of changed the subject, and I asked her, you know, don't don't y'all need us to do yard work and cut the grass? <laughs> and she said that you can actually hire a landscaper to do that stuff. So we really don't need a man for that either. Providing you make enough money to do so. Because, you know, here's the funny thing. Every woman says that until the bills come in. Every woman says that until her body starts breaking down from doing that lawn yet again. Every woman says that. But I have seen so many ladies in my particular life, I can handle it. I can do it. Year number three, year number five, I got to get somebody in here. (laughs) Right. Exactly. Exactly. And speaking of cutting the grass, fellas, uh, let's go back for a moment to 
to that last lyric of the song by the Pussycat Dolls for a second. The lyric is as follows. So let me break it down. I can get off when you ain't around. Oh. So what about sex, fellas? Do women need a man to have an orgasm? I have dated some chicks in the past that I, I didn't even know they made dildos like that. They got, <laughs> I dated some chicks that had some stuff that lit up, spun around, and I'm like, golly. So I don't know. <laughs> so you're saying they got vibrators and lesbians? for that, so that they don't really need a man for that, I guess. To me, not really, but, you know, like I said, it all fades away over time because, you know, I've dated some lesbians, too. You you get people, and this is what I always say about this when I call the show, I hear everybody say, this is what I would do. You say that now because you're in that space. Three months later, three years later, your space might change. And the hardest thing is a person who's been doing the same thing for 10, 20 years to all of a sudden have to deal with a change in culture. When the recession came, there was a lot of people who felt like, I don't need the government, I don't need anything. As soon as that recession hit, where's the government? (laughs) I'm losing my house. <laughs> this is messed up. And, and and I said to a couple of uh white white friends, I said, Did did you vote 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 for Bush too? Yeah, but 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 I said, see, that's the problem with you guys. You don't take responsibility for what you do locally or otherwise. So my thing is like I said, it's that end result. We we can talk that all day, but at the end of the day, if you find yourself three months, three years later, I'm tired of this. Admit one thing, like I did to myself. You made the wrong choice. <laughs> well, staying on the sex topic, um, I think somebody said it earlier. Uh, with all of the diseases out here, fellas, I mean, for a woman, is there nothing safer than being by herself when it comes to sex? if she does use that vibrator that spins and glows in the dark to get off? I mean, isn't she safer, you know, being by herself? I mean, should a woman just sleep with a man that hasn't earned the right to her body or her emotions? What do you mean she's a woman that doesn't have the right to earn uh, her body or her emotion? I said a man, to sleep with a man that hasn't earned the right to her body or emotions. When it comes to sex, she'd just rather do it do it alone. It's safer. She doesn't have to worry about any diseases. And so the question I ask, should a woman just give up her body and her emotions to 
some man that really hasn't earned it. Just so they she can walk the vibe. But, but, but the, the, the way you're, you're making it sound is, I'm sorry, the way you're making it sound is like, I feel like you're making it sound like women, both sex deserve to be treated with the utmost respect and the utmost caring, both sex. And the way you're making it sound is like one sex deserves more than the other, and I don't believe that. Well, well, how about this? Does he, does she deserve it not to give it to a lesbian? <laughs> because because you know because to a Stan's point, we always like to say man, but the actuality is, and I think one of you brothers alluded to it earlier. People like levels of control. True love has no control in it. Exactly. You know, true love is like water. And this is something I learned from listening from Stan over the years. True love love is not even balanced. I I don't believe true love is balanced. True love is just flowing water. But when people want control, whether that's not to get hurt or to hurt, that's where the problem comes in. So your question, I answer it like this. There's never going to be a good way to answer that unless you're in love. Yeah, unless you you give it a try, unless you stop uh, facing. Because I feel like what you're saying that you're not facing your fear. You have to under you have to look at yourself, woman or man, to say, "Am I doing anything possible to not attract the positive?" Because I try truly believe on responsibility. So when you're saying to me that she's doing, she got that kind of matter, whatever, man, I don't look at the man. I look at you because the man, you can't do nothing with the man. The only person you could change is you. So if you have a problem as a, as a, as a woman with relationship, it's not the problem of the man. It's you who have to look at yourself and see what I need to improve. Same thing with a man. If a man has a problem with the relationship with women, he has to look at himself and say, what can I do? Do I need to be more giving? Do I need to be more caring? Do I need to, and there's a lot, do I need to be more patient? Do I need to listen more? There's a lot of lists we could put on women and saying that's the reason you don't have that kind of man. That's the reason you don't have that kind of person in your life. Because a lot of women think that they're all that, and you're not. And if nobody of us as brothers or men tell them that, and all the sisters are praising them every two minutes saying, girl, you're the best thing since sliced bread, but nobody tells her you're not. You're not. It's not because you have the degree that you are. And mm. nobody teach her the real thing. She'll never find a great man in her life. She'll be dogged out for the rest of her life. She'll be basically saying to each other, like, oh, she's just a girl that we want to sleep around. She'll be basically that cat. She'll be a booty call. Mm. And I'm keeping you real. She'll be a booty call. If nobody tells her the truth, nobody stands up and says, you know, baby girl, let me talk to you. This is the reason you don't have a a real man in your life. Because you think what you have between the lives is the most precious thing since sliced bread. Because you use your power of this since sliced bread. Because you come to your man, uh, to any man, and you confront them by saying, I got the degrees, I got the car, I got this. And the guy's looking at you and saying, why should I be part of your life? If you You have everything... You know, let me going for you. Let me uh, magnify Stan's point on a on a religious level because I know you guys on this show like like the Bible. 
why is it, per Stan's point, that a lady who does not find – now, I, I got to state, state what Stan's point is. Stan's point, if you can't find it, there's something wrong with you. Why is it that people who go to church every day, sit in the front pew, all the, know, the, know what the pastor said last week, the whole nine, why is it when they can't find some, somebody, they say, well, God didn't meant for me to have it. We're going to blame God. Or they say, it wasn't meant for me. They're going to blame Mother Nature. See, all the animals seem to find somebody, but she can't. And she says, well, God, you don't want me to be with anybody. It states that nowhere in the Bible, but per Stan's point, this is what people like to say. At some point in time, she or he has to say to himself, you know, maybe I'm the one in this algebraic equation that's not fitting the bill. Maybe there's something wrong with me, but if I don't want to admit that, I'm going to blame the show. I'm going to blame black men. I'm going to blame white men. I'm going to blame other women. I'm going to blame my mom and dad for not raising me right. Yeah. Hey, can, yeah, that's, that's, can I ask you a question? How much of that is, do you think that the way society is created or the, the structure of society dictates um, some of those particular attitudes. I mean, for for example, like you use the animal kingdom, for example. But but in the animal kingdom, you know, the if you want to go, but like a lion, for example, a lion has many lionesses in his pride. We don't have the same construct currently in our society, so. Just based on if we're going to use black women, for example, most of them are not going to find traditional marriages in this current construct because a lot of men don't earn as much as them. A lot of men have been in a penal system, so they don't want that. You have a lot of men who are homosexual, so they're out of the the running for things. So... For them to get the ideal uh, traditional marriage structure, the reality is if they find that, it's almost like hitting a lottery for them. Ooh, so, my question, so, so, my question, so my question is how much does the current structure of society or the culture or the popular culture play into that mentality of I don't need a man or... I'm going to blame God or whatever the case may be. I'm going to go last. So anybody no, want to step in, I'm, I'm going to go last. I'm going to go first. You, you have to understand, I've met women that you're saying, first of all, a lot more men than you think go to college. A lot more men than you think are successful. A lot more men are not homosexual. And a lot more men don't go to prison. I'm one of them, and I never go through all that. Second of all, I would go to those women and you would be surprised that I could bring five brothers who has every shit going on. They're working. They're doing what you need to do. They're responsible. But just because they don't have that swag or that whatever they're calling it, the woman will pass them on like it's nothing. But if I bring them a thug, 
a guy who doesn't respect them, a guy you know is a cheater, a guy you know will be playing. She will do anything in this world for this guy, even though you're a friend and you try to tell her, girl, I'm being your friend. Do not go out with this guy. I know how he is. She will try to change him. She will say he has some squad, and I could change it. Even though everything in her mind is showing her the difference, she will still experience with this guy. She will get pregnant with this guy, have two, three kids with this guy, and then suddenly maturity will come in her life, and she will go to the, the man who has every shit going on, and she will ask this man to be in her life. Yeah, I want to I wanna rewind and magnify a couple of things what Stan said, what you just said about men who don't respect or, or are cheaters, and also something you said earlier about, you know, what's between her legs and just being a booty call. And I, I guess this would be a monkey wrench. I don't know. But an alternative to that, has anybody heard of orgasmic meditation? Orgasmic meditation. Has anybody heard of that? That's a yoga thing. Yes, yes. Orgasmic meditation, fellas, or OM, is a not-so-new trend in meditation focused on manual clitoral stimulation. The folks at Turn On Colorado has successfully turn finger-banging into a structured meditation practice, complete with training sessions for beginners all the way up to the master stroker, for those who mastered the art of clitoral orgasm. So how does it work, you ask? It's actually pretty simple. A woman meets up with a turn-on group, finds a partner, and makes a nest of bedding to comfortably lie on. The woman takes off her pants, but leaves her panties on. The stroker sets a timer for 15 minutes and gets to it. After the timer buzzes, the partners have a meaningful discussion about the orgasm achieved. Then it's pants on time and the woman just walks out and leaves. No walk of shame, no follow-up phone call required. What do you all think of this, fellas? So to Stan's point, don't want to be a booty call. Let me uh, answer that and also answer the brother's question. The man's version of what you've explained is called jelking. Jelking is also, see, see, that's what people fail to understand. Everything that has the avenue for a lady, a man has an opposite a- avenue. So they don't do circle jerks, <laughs> but there's something called jelking, which does the same thing. Uh, to answer the brother's question directly, Culturally, no, I do not agree, I'm, uh, only because Asians seem to be nullified from this activity once they get here. Um, many Jewish families tend to be nullified from majority of this once they get here. So what's the key element there? Tradition. Those people who have tradition are not subject to what, what your question kind of implies. Um, the other thing with the animal kingdom, uh, having several lionesses is a rarity. Uh, major- they all they are not singular. What you'll have is one to one to three males, and two to six females. Uh, in the tiger kingdom, it's one on one. Uh, 
because tigers just are so sing- singular, they don't get down like that. Uh, the other part of your question, I'm hoping I'm, re- I'm remembering it right, uh, is that when ladies have all these things going on, like I spoke about government daddy, it's less about a culture and more about you got safety nets. Imagine if black males had the safety nets women have. Imagine if you if you had guarantees from the time you hit 17 that you are going to be coddled towards your, toward your degree in several ways, from specialized grants and all. So I don't think it's so much culture. I think kind of like what you had, what, what someone had said earlier. There are certain things in place to create that divide because when you have males denied the same wick as being a single father that the woman gets without even thinking, then kind of like what that brother said, you got to know that something is constructed here. This is this has nothing to do with right and wrong. Yeah, yeah, I made both points. So I mean, that's what I guess that's the whole thing is like, you know, the way that I see it is that whether you call it tradition, and I and I definitely agree with you from that particular standpoint of having a tradition where you're from Asia or you know you're you're Jewish or Indian or what have you that that tradition reinforces your values and so you're not swayed by you know whatever the wind's blowing today but what i would say for people that are have the uh, the mentality of americanism and that is you know you have things in society or have you know legislative uh, laws or bills or mandates in place that, like you say, they give advantages to uh, women, particularly minority women, versus, you know, minority men not having those same, um, you know, safety nets in place, they are going to excel at a far faster frequency or pace than, 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 than the other sex. So what what you what you have in place is, you know, every regardless of, you know, what the current winds of society are, everybody when they say, Okay, what is the quintessential American dream? You know, husband and wife, nice house in the suburbs or in the city doing well. But when you don't have someone that's equal to you based on the mentality of Americanism, it's easy to say, I don't need a man because you've realized the American dream without any help. Absolutely. And and the other point I wanted to make to your question, I just remember what it was, and I said this to the show before, I have had a business in 2010 of bringing black folks together out here in Atlanta. When they had that uh, Why Can't a Successful Black Woman find a man, I created events out here, bringing brothers who had jobs, who had less issues to the forefront. Kind of like to Stan's point, they treated those brothers like crap. These was not all ugly brothers. These was like basic average dudes who had something to protect. You see what I'm saying? 
And unfortunately, they would gravitate to the, you know, I knew everybody's background. They would gravitate to the tallest or the wackest person in, in the room because of how they looked and shoot down like my one homeboy he works at CNN. He does all the graphics. Every time you see CNN's website, he does all that. This man ain't been able to find a good woman in black Atlanta for three years. Okay. So let, me ask you this. let me ask you this. If he, is he, what is his, I mean, because I'm, I'm going to tell you the truth now. Hey, you being a brother and, and, uh, and uh, any, any man, he wants. He don't want someone that weighs twice as much as he weighs. He don't want go. someone, you know, who's uneducated that, and he has doctorates and masters all over the place. He don't want. He wants someone his equal. So if you, if he's expecting to get a gold digger, it's going to be noticed if he weighs four hundred pounds and she's one fifty, tall, slim, and and built to the T. They're going to know what she's with him for. And it ain't gonna be love. So when when a brother look at a female from the from the start, and vice versa, when a sister look at a brother from the start, it's gonna be, I gotta be physically attracted to you before I step to you. So that's why I ask you, you know, because a lot of times I, I'm from Atlanta, and a lot of people down there they 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 into the chitlins and they into the barbecue pork ribs <laughs> and all of that stuff. So they're a little absolutely. Overweight. Okay, so how does, how does your man, he can't expect a dime looking for a nickel. You know, he can't expect, if he's a nickel, only, he look for a dime. The only thing wrong with this cat is the fact that he he looks like a nerd. He runs like daily. He runs way more than I does. Well, I mean, than I do. Uh, so that is part of the problem. He has to have somebody not fit. He's not muscle bound. He just runs. He's an active cat. Um, his baritone is way deeper than mine, and he dresses well. He doesn't dress like a nerd. I'm just saying, in the face, you can tell, hey, yeah, I'm, I used to be a nerd. Uh, he doesn't wear glasses or anything like that. So, yeah, the problem is is that he's a guy who knows who he is, and I'm kind of proving Stan's point. He's a guy who knows who he is. And to and to your your question, he can't adopt to the people who are on the chitlin diet, the potato chip diet, irregardless of how professional they are. Now, on the flip side, to answer your question, I know a lady out here. She runs Piedmont Park. Uh-huh. She makes she makes about half a million dollars. But when you look at her, according to the physical attractive thing that you that you mentioned. You can tell you're not living a healthy life. It's not that you're sloppy. You're not fit. You don't. You 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 make a half a million. You should look at least like a quarter of a million. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, 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 and there is the problem. So 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 so. In conclusion, when I used to do these events, brother, I didn't bring no sloppy dudes. I brought some brothers who I was probably the sloppiest dude there. Okay. All the other cats was halfway decent and on point. Even even the guys that wasn't doing well financially was dressing on point because everybody had to wear a blazer and jeans, that type of deal. But the ladies, either they were old and arrogant, or they 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 didn't dress in a feminine style. You know what I'm saying? It, it was kind of like 
you know, jeans and T-shirt for them. Uh, and I'm like, hey, y'all coming to my event, why y'all dress like this? But there were some that were of good nature, and they were kind of like in the 10% pool because I had, uh, I think I had 30 women and 20 men and one white girl. The white girl just had fun with everybody. She didn't care. So I, I'm proving that in that I try not to have too much opinion about these things because I've actually made money from these situations trying to create these events. But when I tell y'all, I challenge y'all to try something in your local area. You will find that some of the ladies are not as receptive, uh, demure, or have etiquette in how they approach dating. And you see it as an as a event person because people are holding conversations around you, and you're like, well, why is she acting dude that? You know what? You just see it. It's well, exactly that. I'm sorry. Go ahead, Stan. Go ahead, Stan. No, ahead, Stan. That, that, that's exactly the problem I see with, with, with when it comes to that. I feel like men are putting are men, women are putting a lot of standards that they deserve in relationship. And I'm sorry to say men, we forgot the word standard for what we want in our lives. We forgot to tell women, it goes both ways, ladies. Yes, you want the standards of the guy successful, have a job, have this and that. But we want the standard of you being fit. We want the standard of you not coming to us and nagging. We want the standard of you acting like a woman, not like another war that we're having outside of our jobs. We want the standard of having women being themselves and being, you know what, I'm going to be kind with this man. You know what, I'm going to be the best person. I, you know what, I'm going to be nurturer. You know what, I'm going to be a giving woman. You know what, I'm going to stop showing on my degrees and things like that to try to impress it, and I'm going to impress it for who I am as a person, for what I bring in the game. And I always tell the women, when you have a problem with men, and I tell them, your game is whack. You, what do you bring to the man? What do you bring? And if you're telling me I'm bringing myself and that's it, and you're not bringing anything, you will never get a great man in your life. But Stan, 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 what about if a, could a woman not want a man simply because she has no desire to share her life with the man at this point in her life? You know, like the brother said, you know, one lady, she runs the Piedmont. Maybe she ain't got time to cultivate a relationship at this point in her life. So could that be, do you think that's a valid reason for a man, for a woman to not want a man? At this yeah, I think it could be a valid a reason, but if, if it does happen to the day, do not come to your girlfriend and say, girl, I can't find a man. No, no, girl, I don't want to be with a man right now. Girl, I just want to have fun. Um, stop, saying know, to girl, stop saying to your girl, girl, it's all the same. Girl, just want to, no, 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 be honest with your girls. But, be honest with yourself. The, but then the question is, why be successful? Because at, at, at what point in time does the chase for money and things exhaust? Talk about it. Yeah. Do you wait until you get 60 and then try to say, well, now i got all these millions and I'm going to be like Donald Sterling of the Clippers and I'm going to look for something else because I just got so much money I don't know what I'm doing? At what point in time is, is it enough? See, here, here's the thing that we as black people do wrong, especially black men. We forget to invest in things and let the money come to us. We're so busy chasing the next job, the next whatever, 
my forecast for my next uh, decade is all about putting money into something so it can come back to me while I'm sleeping. You know, Classy, you brought up a good point. Oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. You got something to say? No, go ahead. Go ahead, brother. Go ahead. No, so, it brings you. You mentioned Donald Sterling, and I had a question about that. And our the show topic is why does a woman need a man? And um, and it brings me to the question of I heard the entire uh, audio tape of the conversation between him and his mistress. And and I'm going to tell you my opinion, you know, about it now, and then I'll ask the question. Okay, after I heard it, um, I believe that first of all, I don't, I don't believe. Uh, I'm not a racist. I don't believe in racism and reverse racism and all of that stuff you call it nowadays. But I do believe in privacy. If I am in the privacy of my own home and I am speaking to somebody I trust. Uh, I'm going to speak freely in whatever I want to say, and I think that that's what he was doing. Um, so do I think he should have lost his team? No, I don't think that it should have been that dramatic. At the same time, uh, I don't believe that she orchestrated that thing by herself. I think that something else, well, let me ask that question. Do you believe that someone else had their hand in orchestrating her setting up her Mr. Um, Sterling. Yeah, of course. It's, it's, because it's, it's a great possibility. Out. Yeah, it's a great think. possibility. Okay, because I asked because – go ahead. Because I think, but I nevertheless, think it was a man that was, that was, you know, but go ahead. But nevertheless, you are first and foremost a businessman. Any of us who have put our money on the line for a business or to get something back knows – Rule number one, think it, don't say it, even around friends, even around colleagues, because the, the, the risk of losing something over speaking is too great. Let me flip it another way. Let's assume, for the sake of argument, that he said something about women in general. As a businessman, just a no-no. Let's assume he says something about gay people, the F word. As a businessman, it's a no-no. Whether you think it is irrelevant, you can be head of the Ku Klux Klan like the uh, dentist was here in Georgia. He worked on black people's teeth every day, never said one word about how he really felt. So at some point in time, it ain't about whether he got set up. You're a businessman. And if you're going to get money from the uh, county, and city of L.A. to fund your stadium because that's, that's what they get. They get a million-dollar tax break, corporate welfare. If you're going to do that, the last thing you want to say is who comes to the county stadium and who don't because it's not I, true. I, 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 I want to add, add something to it. I think, we, I think this was the slickest business move out there, and I'm going to tell you why. Because all of us have focused on the fact that he said what he said. And let's not get it twisted. There's many other men out there that say the same thing in their homes, and they probably well-known businessmen. But I think we, what we miss is what the second move is. The second move is he bought this team for 
I think, uh, $10 million, some, some cheap. It's now worth yeah, twelve and a half. It's now worth four hundred and fifty million dollars. Right. Now what's gonna happen, they're gonna they said that the the um the silver Nate Silver said, I'm gonna put it up to the owners to see if we're gonna force them out. Obviously he would not have said that statement if he didn't already have a consensus to say these guys gonna vote him out. So right. what that's going to happen, he got to put his team up for bid. Already, you can look at the Wall Street Journal, Financial Times, CNBC, there's people jumping out their damn room trying to take credit out already, trying to bid the team up. So it is, it's, a, it's, a, it's a business move where look at what my right hand is doing, but don't pay attention to what my left hand is doing. Well, he gonna make about he gonna make that by the time they sell that team, that team go for like eight hundred million dollars. Well, well, the reason why I didn't bring this up to talk about uh, him selling the team, how much everything is worth, I brought it up because this was uh, a situation where oh, there's a there's a woman was this woman that smart? to conjure up this idea where she well, was no other man involved to set this other person up. Now, does she need did she need a man to do that? No, no, no. I'm going to tell you one thing. The reason why I know she didn't have, I think he was behind it because if you read the background story, he had her record all of his conversations because he was forgetting stuff. So, Conceivably, he knew that the conversation was probably being recorded. And if you understand, if you looked at what he was saying, he said things just enough, but he was measuring his words throughout the conversation. This, this you know, is a slick business move. Here's why I say it, it doesn't matter. Because at the end of the day, and just answering that quick business question, the same thing was done to Vanderbilt by uh, Rockefeller. So it, it really doesn't matter. These business moves happen all the time. When you overextend yourself like Vanderbilt did, you get taken advantage, advantage of by somebody you trying to mentor or whatever. So that's that. The other thing is it doesn't matter about the lady because the lady could just be operating from – a sense of entitlement and just haphazardly, hey, this ain't going to hurt me. I'll ruin them. Just like with the tiger's wife. You know, I mean, hey, this ain't going to hurt me. I'll ruin you. Or just like with uh, the uh, um, uh, the guy who does anger management. I forgot what his name is. Uh, his, his little girlfriends. This ain't going to ruin me. So women tend to operate out of that sense of, I can get you. I can be Lisa Wu today and and treat you like the guy who was uh, the, the former Oakland Raider who was by my team. Now I need some money. I'm going to feed him to the wolves. They just do that. So, the, other so, flip, the, the, the other flip thing real quick is at the end of the day, with everything that we're talking about, magic is going to do what all black males should do. Be ready with fellow investors to buy the team like right now. Okay, so so you answered my question. My question was, did did all of this come from 
an idea of a man. I mean, you can tell it was a setup, but the the, the point is this man was taking care of her entire. He got her millions of dollars of homes, and he got her two Bentleys, and he gave her cash, two hundred fifty thousand cash. And for order, in order for her to make these statements and to feel like she felt and 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 to turn him in, pretty much something else was on the bat burner through another man. That, that's Why are we giving? Hold on a second. Hold on a second. Hold on a second. Why are we giving a bigot, racist owner of a basketball team that's been accused countless times before? the credit of being smart enough to make this a business decision. Now we're making him a super smart guy. When he was dumb enough to say it on any kind of recorded line, just like Clarkson was saying, he said it out loud. He, you know, I mean, if he's that way, period, he could have really been abusing this woman verbally. He could have been a, a, an abusive person towards her. So she probably just got tired of it and was like, you know what, I'm going to show you. I don't think it was a business move at all. Because if it was, it wasn't a smart business move. I'm going to tell you, just like Kanye West said, George Bush don't care about black people. He don't care about black people. And so I'm not saying, I mean, if he's a racist genius, I mean, it is what it is. But it doesn't matter because... Obviously, he could care less about what we think about him. But, but here's something else. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. His team right now, right, is more valuable than it's ever been, correct, today. The Clippers, more valuable than they've ever been today. Not right. because of what happened to him, because of where they're at in the playoffs. So for he, so he could have sold for much more money anyway. Any, at any point in time from today on, he could have sold and still got all that money you're talking about. No, he couldn't. No. no, they. Why not? This is because this is like one of the first time they've been in the playoffs. I mean, the, the Clippers have always been horrible, except for the last couple of years when they got Chris Paul, when they got uh, Blake. Actually, um, actually, Baron Davis. Yeah, Baron. No, no, you're right. No, yeah, yeah, no. Baron. I, I said from today on, mm-hmm. he could still demand that money from today on. Not from yesterday, from today on, right. he could still get whatever he would have gotten, whether he had the scandal or not, because he said, you know what, it's time to um, sell a team. But, yeah. it's, I mean, you've you got to create a frenzy around it. I mean, it's, you know, you got to create some type of sizzle where you you would create attention. Like, if he just said, I just want to sell the team, it might not have been as, you know, hyped up as it is now. So now that he's the center of the universe, so now he can say now, I want them to vote me off because I know that these blankety blanks are going to bid up the price. The it's other not a thing positive is, center. It's not a positive center of the universe. So. What's that? He, he, he's not a positive center of the universe. Right now, he's just like, he's just like maybe borderline the, la- the laughing stock of the league and also of the owners. Because they look maybe. at him like, hey, you got Maybe I, know, I mean I think... it depends on it depends on what his purpose is, and then the other thing is he owns a bunch of real estate that probably this guy's a billionaire, so obviously his real estate is worth more than his n b a team, so he might just say, "I'm done with this, I gotta create a way to draw some attention to myself 
whether it's negative or positive, and leave it at that. I mean, I think a lot of times we look at the act in and of itself and say, oh, this act, this is this is bad or this is racist or this is evil. But we don't take into consideration what happened before the act happened, and we don't we don't take into consideration what purpose is this serving. Because you got to understand, Donald Sterling is Jewish. Nate Silver is Jewish. The guy that runs TMT is Jewish. All these people, Jews don't don't turn on one another. This is this is this is orchestrated. <laughs> oh. and, and you know, and, and you know, I don't think so at all. I think he just got caught out there for his true colors. I mean, and the wife, if that's his wife, his girlfriend, she stands to gain nothing from doing this. Nothing. Because he's well, still well, married to his wife. Is she the president? Yeah, yeah, he's still married to his wife. See, this is how yeah. diabolical it is. There's all kind of like little things that they're not reporting in the news. This is this is this is a, a this is this is a, a classic. I need some attention to create some sizzle to build my build my, <laughs> my, my 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 team up. That's yeah. all it is. And, and, and you know what? Here's the thing. Even even if it's not about building the team up, this is what I look at. I look at, and this is. This is not my hopeful dream. This is just what I strategically see. I see black males culturally getting stronger because of this. Because if these basketball players are now walking around with the thought that, hey, Donald said this five years ago, I need to couple with a couple other people and own the team. And if Magic gets this team, which will be the second black owner, I see it getting better and better and better. If if more black males did what Magic does for the community, it, I, I mean Jesus Christ, he doesn't build movie theaters. He doesn't. He got the school thing going, the online high school diploma thing. It, 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 that's what you're supposed to do with your money. Now I will admit, Cookie is the one who kind of pointed him in that direction, but. That's what people need to do with their money. I just see culturally black males getting stronger because of this fiasco because now these dudes are walking around like I'm still looked at possibly like an N.I. I need to get this yeah. together. But the, the right. other thing that I, the other thing that oh, I hold on, hold on, Harry, hold on. I just hey, want to add one more. One, one more point. Okay. This is like an open mic discussion now. <laughs> Go ahead. One more I mean, point. Yeah, one more point. I was just going to say that the thing that I also thought about this was also by Nate Silver suspending an owner uh, indefinitely or for a lifetime ban for making a racial comment. This sets a very peculiar precedent for the players because now the players can't mess up now. They can't mess up because – Players are looking at lifetime bans for doing dumb stuff too now. Not the same thing. That that was a person saying that a a, a demographic is not, or, or he prefers a certain demographic not to come within his building that he does not own. That's I got that. I, I, I got that. But what I'm saying is, I'm just saying 
it, it kind of leads a slippery slope. I'm not saying that every act a player does that they're going to be facing lifetime suspension, but I do, I do think it leaves a possibility open for that. You know, here, here, here's the one thing, and I'm going to back up because I'm talking too much. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, 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 no. Way off topic this, now. This, I hope it's got something related to the topic that you're about to say. Yeah, yeah. You don't want to do this whole. Go ahead. Boy, no, now I done forgot it. <laughs> yeah, no, you know, now, now, now somebody said something earlier about Magic Johnson and his wife, Cookie. Now, I think that we can, we can, we can dive into that a little bit as talking about to kind of put it back on topic as far as what she's done for Magic Johnson and for him being so successful. She got in his behind. Okay. Okay. And said that now you need to give back to the community. Was that figuratively or literally? Either (laughs) or. Either (laughs) or. I mean, you know, I mean, you know, look, that's why that's why we need, and this is why I try to say the stand. That's why we need women, is because I personally feel when you do happen upon a good one, let alone a great one, you are so much benefited the better for it. Or in like the movie Three Hundred, when you run across a woman who is goading you for your own downfall. Therein lies the problem. You know what I'm saying? So, you know. I I, I got a question for you, uh, Classic. I mean, you're you're not married, right? Yes, I am black. Yes, I am black. I said, you're not married. (laughs) (laughs) No, no, I'm not married. I, I, I almost got married, and one of the reasons why I say the things I do, I walked away from a great woman because. I was never trained on how to deal with some of the things that were happening, and I thought it was disrespectful. And so the, the, the question I wanted to ask you, though, is what do you, when you say a, a great woman, can you can you define that for, I mean, your definition of what that is? Well, very quickly, I, I was a counselor, and I used to see dudes come and cry. So my thing is this. When you have someone in your life that's fertilizing you as a man, whether that's emotionally, intellectually, you then have a great woman. You you then must fertilize her to fertilize you further. I guess what I'm talking about great is when you got somebody that sees the best in you and believes in you and you don't believe in yourself, that I consider great, irregardless of how she looks, whether she got one breast, one foot, it don't matter. That is that is worth rubies. That's worth diamonds and pearls because as the years go on, you're gonna need that. So someone that's building, someone that's building together with you, right? No, sir. No, sir. I didn't say building. Take 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 this very literally. Fertilizing. You as a man, I mean what do you yourself. Mean, what do you mean fertilizing you as a man? Yeah, that's what I want to know. Because it's all the things that you. It, I, I want you to think for a moment as if you're coming to counseling for a problem. Okay, all the things that the guys would come for is things they were not getting at home or didn't get as they were getting raised up with mom and dad or mom. 
So if you have a woman sufficing all of those things, you have a great woman. If you have a woman who you don't need to go to speak to nobody, you really need to speak to your boys because this is not only your cheerleader. This is the person who's like, Stan is great. Yes, he is. Stan is good. You see what I'm saying? You got well, what, if you, person. what if you don't? What if you don't need any fertilizer? Because I look at my oh my my young king, you always need fertilizer. There is nothing on this planet, including you and I, that does not constantly get fertilized either through God, Mother Nature, or some type of circumstance. We I I, I, I always say the, the the best thing in counseling. Most people come to counseling because they were arrogant to think they never had to. So, so I okay, would clarify what fertilizing means because I probably don't understand that definition. Uh, I'm going to take up a bunch of the show, so, 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 so just give me a buzz, and uh, you, you can contact me, and we'll poly on that because I don't want to kill, kill all this time of the show. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Um, basically being a positive, uh, positive uh, person who believes in encouraging your man to greatness even when he falls to encourage him and still believe in him even though when he falls and not belittle him or blame him or put him down or tell him this. Tell him the honest truth, but tell him in a respectable way to not take out his manhood and not take out who he is, but still be firm and honest and caring and that the man feels that caring. Because this person can transform you into a butterfly. I mean, when you think of some of the wives of celebrities like uh, Samuel Jackson, uh, when you look at, um, uh, I forgot the brother, all the females, like the dark chocolate brother, when he, he said the best thing about women uh, when they asked him about his wife, he said it's not, uh, it's not the woman that you come home to, it's the house that she provides. You know what I'm saying? It's, it's something about that I've seen coming home through the years, mind you, to somebody that is greater than your mom and dad. Now, it's hard for a lot of us to think that because, A, we never got into that situation or maybe we had a, a outstanding mom and dad or a spiritual walk. But I guarantee you, man, you will run across something, something that says, you know what, I'm the best thing ever for you, and you'll fight it. And you, but I've seen brothers fall to it, and it's like they are grinning ear to ear at seventy years old. <laughs> yeah, in class, and you actually, you and Stan actually drove us right back on topic because, you know, I was thinking, do do we want to be with a woman that doesn't need us? I mean, if she says that, you know, I don't need a man. Is that some? Is that something that? a person that we want to be with? I mean, what, what are we supposed to do with that information when that information is transferred to us that, you know, I don't need a man? Time to you go. leave that situation. Yeah, it's time to go. Because if you come with a woman that, if a woman states that she don't need you, then all of her actions and all of her her, um, the, her behaviors, it's going to show that. Um, and I've seen too many times when, a woman felt that way, and she made the decisions within a relationship without consulting her husband, and it caused nothing but chaos. 
So would it be better if she said, I don't need you in my life, but I want you in my life? It would be better for her to have him step into a role. And even if she's making all the money, just make him feel important. I remember watching this Will Smith movie uh, when he was the the guy who was flying around, and he, I forgot what the name of the movie was. Um, uh, he was a hero, but he was a drunk at first, and then he turned Hancock. into Hancock. Hancock. Hancock, right. So um, the woman was just as strong, but what she did was, I mean, I, I catch the little parts of the movie like uh, that no one else is no one else sees. Uh, the part that I caught was the the other lady that was married, she was also his equal as far as strength goes, but she had a husband, and she pretended not to have the strength to open up a jar of jelly and gave it to her husband and said, could you open this for me? And I, I felt that, I thought that that was so special, and that, and that, that class, that classified how a woman should be. Even though you can do it, let me handle my role or make it make me feel like I can handle my role without you always stepping on me. That was a perfect mm. example of her. There, there it is right there. Yeah. There it is. She's letting me have what's rightfully, uh, what I'm rightfully supposed to do. And even if I don't have to, if I, even if I can't afford it, you know, I was with my mom, and she handed her boyfriend. She, I, I don't know if she wanted me to make him make think seem like he he had money on him or whatever. But she passed him money under the table, and uh, and I didn't say anything because I knew what she was doing. I didn't agree with that because now I got questions for him because that is my mom. But it was just the fact that she made him feel like he was the man by giving him the money to pay the bill. Hmm. And, and, you know, vice versa is true. One one trick that I learned in this current, well, I learned it a few relationships, a few relationships ago, but one thing that I do in this relationship, even if I feel like I know the answer or I feel like there's a better way, I still give her the opportunity to call the shot on it so she can see whether it works or not. Mm-hmm. Hmm. So what what percentage so that of women goes, that, do you know? that, that goes like that. Why do men lie? <laughs> I mean, but, 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 but it's the same thing of, of of a king and queen, just like the other brother said. You don't want to always upset your power. You feel me? Because it doesn't help the kingdom. At some point in time, you do want to delegate and vice versa. So I think the thing that powerful people kind of understand, if I don't have to do it, (laughs) I'm going to give it to somebody else and only put my energy toward those things that I got to do. And I think that's what frustrates a lot of people, too, in these relationships. They're always doing what they're best at. So what? Back up. Let somebody else do it, kind of like the brother just said. Mm-hmm. I remember when I uh, got married to my, uh, my 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 now wife, um, and I had my two children with me, and uh, and I was cooking, I was working, I was cleaning, I was cutting grass, I was washing dishes, 
because I was I felt that hey these are my children I got to do what I have to do for my children and I was already in the mode of doing that before she came into our life and she made the statement I never asked her to do anything but I I did every so I did everything so she asked me she said uh, do you need me for anything. And I almost took offense to it because I was thinking that any other woman on this planet would love to be in your spot to not to just can kick their feet up and not have to do anything. And that's not what I was trying to do. I was just doing what I was used to because I was doing it before she came into my life, in my children's life. I was just doing it. I got used to doing everything for my young children. And uh, But when she made that statement, she... Um, put a devalue to herself and and uh and she asked me what am I here for? And I said, Well what do you want to do? And 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 she then told me that, you know, these are the things that I should be doing. And and I was and, and I gave it to her. I said, Okay, well, I'm sorry, I didn't know I was overstepping your boundaries and you know and so I, I had to relinquish a lot of responsibility on, you know, because she asked for that. But since I was going in, I was on autopilot, and I was just doing what I was used to doing because, you know, before she got there, it was just me and my children. But uh, but she felt really, really useless. I was like, well, you you know, you contribute into the house, you work it, you bring it home money, so I'm good with that. She said, no, I, I'm more valuable than that. If I'm the mother of this house, it seems like you're the mother and the father in this house. And I was like, oh, okay, well, I'll I'll I'll, I'll chop back then. So she had to tell me, she had to communicate that to me because autopilot is something else. And, and how did you feel after you relinquished some of those things? I still feel that, felt at times that, uh-oh, she's not doing it right. And it wasn't that she wasn't doing it right. She just wasn't doing it how I was doing it, but the task was still getting done. You know, I had an order when I was doing things, and if she went outside that order, I, it seemed to me in my mind that it was a wrong process you know when i handed over the bills to her i always you know paid the house note first because we got to have some place to sleep and 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 then i went down if i couldn't afford certain things then certain things would be left out until the next payday but she didn't do it like that she did it as when she saw the bill come in the mail she paid it at that time and i was like and i before i was about to say something about it but i was like no let me just i don't know if this way works or not you know, because she had her own house before me and her got together. So, obviously, you know, she she knew what she was doing or her way works, too. I mean, she don't got no bankruptcy on her uh, <laughs> on her record and everything. So I was like, okay, well, let me see what you're doing. And she just showed me a different way. She just had a different way of doing things, and I had to uh, cope with that. I had to deal with that and then kind of have my hold my hands up and let her have it. And that gentleman is what I mean by fertilize. That's what I mean by even though in that example the brother, it wasn't done the way he does, it took him to a different level. And if you're just doing, if you just had been stuck in the rut using using that example of doing it the way you do it, I-A-E, then you're going to do that for the rest of life. But what a good counterpart does is that they give you a different level of fertilization. Right. So for whatever reason, not knowing his situation, whether it's good or not, but for his situation, 
he was now freed of having to do that, and now he's free to apply that energy to some other things that edify the family. Exactly. And that's what exactly. I mean by fertilize. Yeah, that's interesting that y'all say that because, you know, I don't know, brother, between your first and second wife, before your second wife came along when you were doing all those things, you know, by yourself, um, you know, cooking and cleaning, um, did, did the thought ever come across your mind, I don't need a woman? Well, uh, I wanted a woman, but it never came across my mind that I didn't need one because I was, you know, uh, I was I was still in the world at that point, and I was you know pornos was my woman, but it was just it it evolved into a I don't need this you know I can get any woman I want and um and, and but I need a woman to be there but once I got her I I just went on autopilot and 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 I thought that if I if I kind of laid these things on her then now she would think she would think that I'm using her. Or I only married her for these things that, you know, all these things that I was, uh, that, that I, I thought that she would think that I would just need her for sex or need her to clean up or need her for certain things. And I didn't want her to think that I needed her, but I did need help. And sometimes, you know, when a man or a woman got so much pride, they they really trying to show a person that they don't need them when they really do need that person. Mm. Yes, that now was my speaking, way brother. of. That's one my way of just letting her know, uh, without saying uh, that I need you. That was my way of just showing her that I didn't, in case she wanted to leave. But I mean, it's not a competition in a marriage. So I found myself competing with myself, and 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 th- but thinking I was competing against her. And showing her that I, you can leave today, and it wouldn't, you know, things would continue to move with, with or without you. But I shouldn't have been doing that. I should have, uh, I should have let her. You know, we should have spoke about it. And I just thought that it was unfair for her to come into a situation with two kids and have to do all these things for these two kids that weren't hers. And at that time, I didn't have a united front or a united mindset with my wife. But, uh, but like he said, you know. You get fertilized differently, you grow differently, you learn your partner, and you continue to grow, and then you realize, man, I really need her, you know, because that freed me up to do, like you said, other things. Mm. And you said you needed her and you needed help. And I want to drop a monkey wrench. Do, do we men need women more than they need us? Yes. No doubt. Hmm. I think we need each other equally or equitably. Mm. Yeah, I I like the equitably. Yeah, I, I like that one better. Do 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 men and women need each other for different reasons? Yeah. Well, uh, for the reason that a man needs a woman. Is different from the reason, I mean, they have their own reasons, but in order, and this is my opinion, in order for a man to get to his peak, to get to his destiny, to get to where he needs to be uh, or what God wants him to do, the woman pretty much brings it to his attention because he's really all over the place. Um, and, and, and I'm speaking uh, personally. 
the woman had to bring it to my attention what my destiny was. Without her, I wouldn't have known that. And it had to take the it had to be the right woman. It couldn't be a chicken head or uh, somebody you know that's out there that's just want somebody for money or whatever with a different agenda. But it had to be the right woman to bring it to my attention what my destiny was. And and that enabled me to be a better man. Without her, I would have just continued to go into this loop in this circle of doing what I thought was best. And can I throw a monkey wrench in there too? Or not? I don't know if this is a monkey wrench or not. But as um as I'm hearing people say the word need, that to me just seems like it doesn't apply. Like Darren was speaking just a second ago. I don't think you necessarily needed Cynthia to raise your kids. You were doing it without her. But but what you just said last, you maybe you needed her for your destiny. So when you say need, like what do you need them for? You don't need them to pay your bills. You don't need them to raise your kids. You don't need them to breathe. But you may need them for your destiny. So like need is a funny word to me. So like I mean like when what do you need them for? Well, I mean, in, a, in, a physical, in a physical sense, I think that a lot of times we get caught up in the need in the physical sense. But I would say in the spiritual and mental sense, you definitely need them because spiritually you're incomplete without a female. So it has I mean, nothing to do with finances per se. No, it, it has more, nothing. more spiritual than anything else. I, but but you got to understand, your spirit... Whatever goes on in your spirit manifests itself physically. So if you are wrecked spiritually, it's going to manifest itself having a wreck. It's going to manifest itself in a wrecked physical life. I mean, I can say for definite example, I didn't. Mess, I was making good money when before I met my wife, but there were things that she brought to the table to help fine-tune me as a man to get me where I am today. And it had nothing to do with me paying the bills, me getting up, going to work, me being moral. It had more with me being spiritually complete and me seeing myself in her and her in me and us building together. To me, that sounds like you didn't need her, but she can make you better. I would say, again, I mean, look, I'll take it from this particular example. I'm, I may not, I may not have needed her to pay the bills, but spiritually, let's say, for instance, I, we never got married. Spiritually, I'd be incomplete, so I would be out here, whoring myself, trying to complete myself, because that's all we out here doing. When we're holding ourselves, when we are here sleeping around, we're really just trying to complete ourselves. And we're trying to we're trying to get complete ourselves through some type of physical act, not knowing that we need to complete ourselves spiritually before we enter in those type of relationships. One 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 time I think I told you this, Malcolm, but when my daughter asked uh uh, it's okay when they're kids and all they need is sleep, eat, and uh, a way to go to school or whatever. Uh, but one day my daughter told me, uh, 
hey, Daddy, my, my stuff itched. And I was like, well, scratch it. You know, I didn't know what to say to my daughter at this age when she was coming to whatever it was. I mean, I, I, I'm a, I wouldn't say womanhood, but I didn't know why she was itching. And, you know, when dudes, when dudes itch, they scratch. You know, so, but I needed my wife because she said, you know, she got a disinfection or she got a that. I said, well, how do you know that? Said, well, and then she started explaining to me the whole process. I was like, wow, I didn't know that. So, again, when she started bleeding and coming on a period and stuff, I needed my wife to, you know, I'm, I'm just so glad that she was there so I wouldn't have to explain certain things because I didn't know how to explain certain things. Um, when, when, when people call and say, hey, this needs, this is due or that happened at school or you know, you need to come up here right away, you know, when I couldn't take off or when I was away from military duties or on uh, reserve duty. I needed her for these things, and I couldn't, you can't call your mama. You know, you can't, you, you have, they are there for a definite need, and um, and, and it's not. So is, is, is it a need or is it, is it that it just makes it a lot better, a lot easier? All of the above. I mean, uh, you know, well, I, 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 think I, that, I don't classify it as a need because if, you, if, you, if she, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. If she if she wasn't there and, and your and your daughter was talking about those issues, well, if she wasn't there, well, you would have done something. Well, you know what? Here, here here's why I'm suggesting that it's it's a need because, like I said when I first called, the end result is the kid because see. If we, true, it isn't necessarily a need if it's all about him being the parent, the single parent or whatever. He's going to survive. He's going to make a decision. And if his decision is wrong, then guess what? She'll learn from her friend at at school because there's no balance at home to teach her what she needs to know. And I think that's what we forget sometimes as single people is that if we make the wrong unbalanced decision, they're going to go learn it from somewhere. And where they learn it from may not necessarily be for the benefit of them. Well, I'm going to speak from not the single perspective, but from the married perspective. And I think initially in the beginning, it's a want. It's a desire that evolves into a need. Once she shows you that she's worth her salt and that she can provide for you happiness, companionship, security, and just a better, you know, second half to you, um, I think that once, once that occurs, then it becomes a need because now you need this. It's not something that you have an option of doing without. Now, if she doesn't possess these qualities then it, it may not be a need. So, again, if she is who you wanted her to be from the beginning and then she evolves into this person that you need, now it becomes a need. that makes any sense? I, I that agree makes with that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I agree need with that mine too. now. Mine is not just a want now. Now it's a need. This is, this is the woman that has proven herself. So I need this in my life. I don't, I don't have options now. I don't... Yeah, I could do it with what? No, I can't do without it at this point. This is what I need. But let me ask you this. 
and tying back to the brother's point about making you better. Do we show our need for them more than they show their need for us? Yes. I think we do. I think we've become a little dependent on them. Mm-hmm. Especially as men. Yeah, yeah, pick up my dry cleaning. It's, what time is dinner going to be ready? I'm not feeling well. You know, all these things that we have, all these demands that we have, is showing that we have a need for them. Opposed to them, what are they asking us to do other than what we're going to do already? Take care of the finances. And some of them are paying the bills anyway. Not making the money, but they're actually writing the checks. They're balancing the finances of the household because they may be better at it. So what do they really need from us other than to cut the grass and to clean up behind ourselves? you think about it mm. well I kind of disagree in that I look at the non-physical stuff that that we provide and we rarely talk about because we're a-minded thinkers we try to get to the get to the end result or the end solution as quickly as possible the majority of us the other thing we provide we provide that sense of emotional security because most of us were so lack of in tune with our emotions, we kind of just let a lot of stuff go and try not to worry about it, think about it, or what have you. So we provide them that that sense of don't worry about it. It'll get fixed. Um, mm-hmm. I tell people all the time, female lions, all females on this planet, going back to the animal thing, um, is they are all multitaskers. It does not mean that they're better than the male. I think Richard, Mr. Solution, said at one time, don't think that if this female lion ain't there, the male lion ain't going to eat. So the female lion goes to hunt just so she can have the ability to say, hey, here come the hyenas, the rhinos, and the elephants. I don't want to fight. I'm going to chill back here with these cubs. You've been eating first all this time. Go handle that. So... All females are multitaskers. I, I think they need us. I just think they need us in a lot of non-physical ways, but we try to say it's always the physical. But they are emotional creatures, so they need that stability that majority of us provide. So who would, who would survive better on their own for a longer period of time, men or women? There is no female animal that survives on their own for a long period of time, period. I, I, don't, I wouldn't say that um, because I wouldn't compare us to animals. We have a, uh, of course, you know, we have a different intellect, but I believe that when uh, women, because I, and, and I'm, I'm only speaking from uh, experience when I've seen uh, women uh, raise their children, and without, a, without the help of the system, I would say that, um, they are so smart that they've learned how to use a system that works for them to enable them to live without a man. Uh, do I agree with that? No. But they will survive because they are survivors, you know, period. Uh, they will even uh, go back to the oldest <laughs> occupation of all times just to feed their kids. I've seen that too. Um, they will become, they, they will sleep with guys for money. They will work three jobs for money. They will do whatever they have to do to make sure those children eat because a lot of times 
unfortunately, in our society that we know now, um, there are a lot of single women out here with two and three kids without a father there, and they are doing an excellent job, and I and and they have raised them and put them in college, and you know, and 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 they, everything was okay, and I've seen some use the system and live in projects for the entire time as well. Either way, uh, they. Uh, I'm just telling you, I'm glad to see my wife came along because I don't think I could have continued to go the pace that I was going being a single man. I would have done it, but it would have aged me something serious, or I probably would have, uh, a lot of stuff would have been jeopardized or neglected. Um, but I'm she, another balance. She, they, they, they bring a whole different type of balance um, in the way they orchestrate things. I think... Uh, Hello. Hello. Go ahead. Hello. Yeah. You I think I think individually it depends. I mean, it, it, you know, there's so many factors that go into, you know, whether someone would be able to survive. You know, your upbringing, your environment. You know, you know those types of things. But I think collectively, uh, we'll we'll both perish together. Hmm. Hmm. But going 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 back to what um, Darren was saying about the single mom, you know, raising kids, and, you know, without a man, we we've all seen them do it. But do some women actually see being able to stand alone without a man as a sign of strength? I'm gonna put on my stand hat. Uh, I have not seen too many people do it in my lifetime without the assistance. Of, of government daddy. So I I do believe that there's probably 100,000 that do. But for the millions that don't, the percentage is just too big. Without government daddy, I don't see it happening. The only thing I say is look at Chicago. <laughs> That's good. Well, I got, I got a Go ahead. Go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. Go no, ahead. you got another question? No, go ahead, bro. No, I had a, I had a monkey ranch here, um, and I was um, I was puzzled. I was always puzzled by this um, this bumper sticker I used to see. It's called, um, it said, it used to say, a woman need a man like a fish need a bicycle. And, and uh, so since that time, and this was during the feminist movement, you know, a lot of these bumper stickers was going around. And I just, in, in during that time, uh, since that, si- t- that time, and gay marriages on the rise, do anybody think that there's a way of thinking of growing? Or is, it, is it growing, that way of thinking is growing, or is it slowing down? Even though the gay marriage is on the rise with women showing, demonstrating that no man is in their life, they have another woman in their life. You know what, I... I... I challenge anybody on the panel to, to 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 give me a different way of thinking on, on what I'm about to say. America, women, even gay folks, rely on the blood, sweat, and death of straight men. Because if we straight men were not fighting these wars, allowing them the option of doing those things, if we men were not dying by the droves. And to prove my point, in the military, you know, they did that little survey. 
How many of you women want to come to the front line because men are not enlisting? Only 8 or 18% said yes. So people got to understand, if these men, these straight men, and, and, and fellow gay guys, if, if they were not dying on the front lines for a lot of these rights for people to have, they would have to follow Japanese law, Arabic law, Muslim, Muslim uh, off-the-chain law. They, they know they can't go any other place but here and have these opinions. Yeah, but I, I want to I wanna challenge you with the, um, the men on the front line. Um, those 8% women, or whatever that percentage is, I don't have that score, but those 8% women uh, who volunteered uh, and who came into the military by having uh, 15 years in the military, uh, their direction that they were given the men on the front line, it was so um, direct. I think it was a, even a woman that caught Ben Latin, but the men went to go get him from her direction. Now, I'm not saying that they're better than us in anything. I'm not putting them above us in anything, but I have followed the direction of a woman being in the military and got exactly where I was supposed to be, and I have followed a group of men that said she didn't know what she was talking about and disaster, and they met therein. So uh, a lot of men, if we get past the stigmatism that, hey, a woman is, uh, you know, just like what you just said, I'm not saying you're wrong, uh, but in, 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 in what I've experienced, their direction is so accurate because she, they're so precise when we followed their direction, we got there, got the job done, swift, and got out. When we did, it, <laughs> wow! <laughs> am I am I hearing right? You're telling no, me no, no. I, I I know Stan. I, I know Stan. I, let, me, <laughs> let me say it first. I'm telling, let I'm me telling say you. it first. Okay. Wait, 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 wait. Let me say. Let me say something. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait. A minute. Okay. Can I finish? I'm my, sorry. I'm sorry. We live in a generation. We live in a generation where we're putting. Men as almost not important. We live in a generation no, that's not, where that's not what I said. That's not what I said. I uh, I am. I, I know. I know. That's all what you said. But I'm, I just want to come with a point. But it is the truth that a lot of people do believe that. And when you're saying that, yes, we should not put as like you you kept on saying, I don't want to put that men women are above men. I'm sorry. A lot of women think that because we live in a generation that doesn't respect the man. It doesn't think that the man has a position that's important in society. No, I'm only stating I'm only stating that they had a role, and by going by the role that they had, they precisely did their role very well, and when we followed. The role play, everything fell in order. It's when we went outside of role play when disaster happened. Now, I'm not saying one role is more important than the other. Everybody has a lane that they have to stay in. But a lot of times I've seen men wanting to cross over that lane because they don't want to listen to the woman, and vice versa. So in a marriage, it goes the same way. In a marriage, the same thing happens in the marriage. I don't cross over my wife's line. And mm-hmm. she tells me, hey, you in my lane. Can you back up and get back over your side? And I do that. 
Yeah, I I totally agree. I just I I was speaking more so to the eight percent who did not want to fight. Now I do agree totally. Those uh, people in that military they love to give the direction, and they are very analytical uh, on giving direction um, on what the guy dying should go do. I do not disagree there at all. I'm talking about the actual participation on the field is not what they wanted to do, which goes to prove to my point of that as long as there's a guy dying and risking his life, then their ability to push their agenda is is great. But at one point in time, there's not going to be enough men to fight these wars. You see how wishy-washy some of these dudes are. So if they're not going to fight the war and Hiroshima happened tomorrow, who's going to defend those views? Yeah, that's why I'm sure. Surely not the straight male that's dead. Yeah, drones, drones. Drones. I, I, I understand. I really understand what you're saying. But and and again, speaking from experience, when the person is dead, nine times out of ten, that person stated or felt, "I'm not going to listen to that person, so and so woman. She's just a so and so." And a lot of times, they let their whole platoon, or their whole brigade, or their whole entire section into a death pit. When you, when you go outside of your land, and, 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 and you, you got to give them, you got to give them credit what credit is due now. Okay, you can't just say, hey, you know, they're not more superior to me, and then that caused an ego to say, I'm not going to listen to them, and then that and it kind of goes downhill from there if they saying something that's right, and you thinking that you're righter. Yeah, I, I think what ends up happening in these situations and keeping it to the relationship aspect, I think from the guy's standpoint is that she may be she may be right or wrong at my life's expense. But kind of like what I was trying to uh, say with a Stan's point, as long as she's also involved, which is kind of what you're saying with the with the wife, but you guys are involved almost at a 50-50, 60-40 split. Mm-hmm. That's great. But in a military aspect, if she has a 20-80 split, that's not so much right or wrong. And if those gentlemen in a fantasy scenario are dying, at least they're dying by their own uh, uh, direction. You know, it's like the thing that's disingenuous in the comparison with the military as opposed to the relationship, the relationship is somewhat of a halfway fair split. The military thing comes across as if, hey, I want you to do X, but I don't want to be involved in the ramification if it goes right or wrong. And now i got my stand hat back on. But I'll take the, the kudos if it goes right. That's not exactly. a good look. Exactly. And, and and I would say it's the same thing when it comes to the – when I'm hearing some brothers are saying she's a great single mother because she brought a kid to become in college, 
the ramification is is she not a great is she not a bad single mother if her kid decides to this does wrong things becomes a criminal because we can't have it both ways it's like we we're supposed to praise them when they do right but when we do wrong there's nobody saying nothing well it's not and, and it, here's the thing it's not a, a right or wrong if a woman has to, has to raise her three kids or four kids and the father is not there and she's doing the best she can, you're going to have some bad apples and you're going to have some good ones. And now we're not pointing fingers, but if she's doing the best she can, just like if a man did the same thing, I see more women on that side of the battlefield and taking the responsibility of raising kids than I, I see men. That's just a fact. Okay, but whatever the outcome of those children are, Whatever that outcome is, it's, I'm not going to say it's her fault because he decided to kill somebody or anything like that. But I'm saying it, by her doing the best she can, some might go to college from that. Let me ask, let me throw a, a real serious monkey wrench in here because I, I really want to get this information from the panel because I'm curious. It, it's a two-part. Uh, the, the question is, and this goes to the father's right bill that they just tried to pass recently that got rejected by every woman's group in the planet. If, if with this complaint that we have about men in particular, if there was a father's first bill that said, hey, uh, you sign up, Dad, we'll give you custody, Mom gets to visit, and you promise that you don't rely on the government for anything. A, would you men support that? And B, which, how would you feel if your woman did not support it? Join us next week when we talk about child support. <laughs> all, of your all of your questions will be answered next week because that is a very heavy topic that it had to be uh, isolated into its own uh, show. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. I got you. I got you. Well, hopefully, I get the, I get the text message on that day because you know I'm I'm always hearing men vilify other men for things that are not happening because any any man that got a McDonald's job is paying child support. So. Uh, the way e verify works is is legendary for getting money. So I, I hope I'll be able to listen in on, on that show uh, in regards of where I'm at because I'm I'm curious as how we'll say that males X Y Z and kind of like to Stan's point when the woman isn't doing X Y Z nobody says nothing. There's no accountability. But this fictitious man who allegedly left for whatever fictitious reason. He's to blame, you yeah. know. So I'm gonna tune in on that show. No, that that is a great great show that I am gonna turn in, and and it comes back to action, to responsibility and accountability. And I'm sorry, I don't see that. I see it more in men. And I'm sorry when you're saying to me, which of the two race, which of the two gender will be more successful. It's the people, it's the gender that takes accountability and responsibility as number one. And I'm sorry, men, we are built that way. From the ground up, we are built to be responsible for whatever. If that was the case, are. if that was the case, 
then it would be more men raising their children than women. Uh, and, a, and accountability doesn't have a gender behind it. If a person is accountable, they're accountable. If they're not, then they're not. Uh, when, men, men or women, you know. So uh, I'm not, it, no, it, in my eyes, since I've been on the other side of the coin where I had to raise the children uh, and child support was coming to me, uh, it was no accountability. It was no, I, mean, I don't want to get too far into it, but, you know, I'm understanding where you, I really feel where you're coming from. It depends, it really depends on the person and how they feel and if they're going to depend on a system and they make the decision to say, I'm going to take care of my kids, or oftentimes men, they say, well, I'm not going to take care of my kids because, you know, I'm not going to pay this child support because, you know, she's taking too much or the system is allowing her to get X, Y, Z, and I can't afford to live. So I'm, I'd rather get paid under the table. But, you know, that, like I said, that's another show. Yeah, and Nick Neve, an evolutionary psychologist from Northumbria, University says that despite being secure and successful, women are fundamentally wired to depend on men. Is Nick right or wrong? Are women fundamentally wired to depend on us men? Yes. Yes. Because we're supposed to be the rock of the family. We're supposed to be the thing that when because women are emotional, we're supposed to be the thing that tells them everything will be okay. We're supposed to be the thing that if somebody comes in your house and is trying to burglar you, you're not going to hear the woman tell you, I'm going to go check it out. Usually it will be the men who will be doing that. We're supposed to be the rock. We're supposed to be the foundation. We're supposed to be the thing that they look up and say, I, I think all shit is happening, but he is my rock. He is the one that's putting it on on me to tell me we will find a way. And see, as a Native American or part Native American, we are taught that everything on this planet is 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 a is symbolic symbiont of of each other, and that's why I always use animals and I don't separate animals from humans because everything is part of this planet. And to this day, nobody has been able to show me how one is different from the other, other than the reptilian brain that animals have. So I just strongly feel all females need males and all males need females. When we do this human thing where we say, no, actually the human is, is um, separate from that situation, then I always point to parrots and, and dolphins. Parrots, are, parrots outlive us, and dolphins are smarter than us. So this whole thing that we are somewhat special as humans is kind of a weird conundrum that we kind of create for ourselves. Every Everybody needs everybody. Okay. You said dolphins are smarter than humans? Yeah. That's proven. That's a proven wow, scientific man. fact. Really? Really? Look it up, bro. It's a proven scientific fact. The smartest I mean, thing they... on this planet is a dolphin. I mean, but is it based? Is that based on like a test? Because, I mean, if I see what you're saying, it, it, it is based on what they perceive as smart. Yes, you, you're absolutely right. So smart, smart is something that you can can judge whether 
what is smart. I tell people all the time because I play a lot of concentration on my phone. I, mm-hmm. I have great recall. That does not mean that I'm smarter than you. That means in a study or test scenario, my recall is stronger than yours. But somebody might consider that smart. So what they try to consider smart is that in this group setting of what dolphins do and the way they communicate, we as humans cannot understand none of that. And it's so so intricate that we can't understand it. So they label them as smart. That's, That's what they label them as. And parrots outlive us uh, two to one. Like uh, we, they'll, they'll be dying on on our on our on our grandson's deathbed. They'll still be alive. So basically, so basically, what I, and I and I could, I mean, I understand what, what your point you're trying to make, but I think what the, what you're saying is is that we have the capacity to do things. We just don't do it. I mean, we have the capacity to outlive a parrot, for example, but we smoke cigarettes, we drink, we live destructive lives. And so well, 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 our, well, 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 even greater that to, uh, than that to his question that he posed, my, my summation is that we are part of the planet and we all need each other. So when humans try to say that we're different, we always say, okay, how? You know what I'm saying? Because everything on this planet, females have a vagina. Everything on this planet, men, uh, uh, males have a penis. Everything on this planet kind of operates symbolically the same. You know, it, 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 it's just kind of crazy how we humans say, yeah, but we're different. Different how? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I, I, would say the only way, I think the only reason why we're different is we have the the ability to be conscious outside of ourselves and that and and that I understand, but that is the arrogance of us as humans, because like the parrot outlives us, do we think he's not conscious, or do we not understand what his level of conscious is same thing yeah, with the but, but i i would i would submit to you is that that's 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 perceiving that longevity is the, is the measuring point of being smart. You know, I just got here and somebody said that dolphins are smarter than humans. Can somebody back that up? <laughs> <laughs> Tell them, Joe. Tell them. That's a, that's a scientific thing. I'm not, I'm not going to eat up the showtime, but holler at me. I'll add me on email, and we'll exchange numbers right. and talk about it. So, yeah, well, yeah, the last dolphin I knew that got into Harvard was a pretty smart dolphin, but ordinarily <laughs> I, they don't really make it to the Ivy League. But okay. <laughs> but speaking of speaking of dolphins, I'm glad you said that, Classy, because Darren said something earlier about the bumper sticker, a woman needs a man like a fish needs a bicycle, and he had some, some trouble with that. And, you know, the, the, the question I, I want to ask is that, you know, is, is all of this, you know, we're talking about why a woman needs a man. Is all of this uh, kerfuffle, if you will, simply because the word need implies weakness? Is all of this, you know, is, is the idea that a woman doesn't want to say, I need a man, because it implies weakness? 
You know, it's more so for for men than for women. Even though women will use that particular uh, it's a that particular card they can throw out there. Well, I don't want to submit. I don't want to look weak. But women have women have no problem in society by being weak because men will always come to their rescue. So I think that's a false charge that women use. And I think that the simple thing is every man, every woman needs a man and a woman simply because that's the way we're built. Our DNA propels us to find companionship. I think it's just as simple as that. So you don't think it's, it's a slight against other women who are perceived to need a man? It shouldn't be. I mean, if they, that's a victim card. That's a woman who's saying, well, I, I'm strong and independent, and I don't need a man. Well, you do need a man. You need a man for companionship. Otherwise, you would stay inside your house 24-7, never go to a club, never go out with your girlfriends, never speak to a man. If you're that independent, then you were born a robot. You were not born a human being. Oh, you know, I think, I think until recent times, um, most women would agree that they need a man. Um, it, it isn't until, you know, the last 40, 50 years that uh, this quote-unquote independent woman, ro- you know, rose up and said, you know, hey, I'm going to burn my bra, I don't need a man, women live, all that kind of stuff. But at the core of it, women need need men just like men need women. And more men. You know, um, most men are not going to go through their life without a woman. Most women uh, will not go without a man. But a lot of times women will be hurt and then shut down and, and play some nonsense like, I don't need a man, or, you know, all that kind of thing, because they've been hurt. Yeah, and they're playing the victim card. Oh, poor little me, you know, I don't need a man, which is really saying I don't want to get hurt again. Well, everybody gets hurt, you know. That's exactly right. Or they say, well, you know, the ones in church will say, well, you know, Jesus is my husband. I don't need a husband. I'm going to tell you this, something that's very coincidental. And that is the women's liberation movement started in 1967, which was around the same time that the Civil Rights Act was passed. Hmm. Are we waiting for Rodolfo to say what's your point? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I'll be the dolphin. Okay. <laughs> no, what I, I mean, what I'm saying is, you know, you might you probably missed the the first part of the uh, our discussion. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But what we were talk one of the things that we had talked about is everything is about what I said is that mm-hmm. a lot of things that we have in our culture or are in our society is by design. So I don't think there is I don't think there's a coincidence that when mm-hmm. you um give people equal rights at the same time you undermine you undermine you know a family structure by this women's liberation movement I mean, you know that's what, just my point. yeah oh well you know what i was waiting for because the civil rights act was, was signed in 64 and the civil, and what you're talking about is 1967 so i was trying to find somebody who would you know introduce a correlation but what you're talking about now makes sense because the rockefellers one of the Rockefellers admits that his family started, well, then started, but funded the women's lib movement in order to have more taxes coming into the government so that they can also make more money. And as far as I'm concerned, I'm a conspiracy theorist. I think the government is designed now 
to try to separate everybody, the family, friendships, um, and everybody from each other in order to divide and conquer. So I happen to agree with you. Good words. And speaking of society, you know, my boy Andrew is always talking about how if somebody piled a mountain of cocaine on the table, that it would do nothing for him. Right, Andrew? Got that right. So, Andrew, why don't you walk around telling people that you don't need cocaine? I don't need cocaine. Why, why don't you walk around telling people that, uh, making that statement? I mean, it's not even in my thought process. doesn't even cross my mind. Yeah, because society doesn't tell anybody that they should need cocaine. So the the whole I don't need a man statement could be just a way of rejecting what society has told women what they do need or are supposed to need, you know, kind of getting along. Maybe I'm, I'm helping Harry's point, but there's no need for Andrew to walk around saying, I don't need cocaine because society hasn't put that out there versus society has put out there or, or you know, in, in traditional times back in the day that, you know, yes, young lady, we, you, you need a man. But how how many men walk around saying, I don't need a woman? Right. I mean, if a guy we came up and said, that. I don't need a woman, most guys would look at him strange like, you know, you know, you little light in the shorts, bro. But you know yeah, what? gay men walk around and say that. But you know what? I mean, a guy, I, I don't never heard, I never heard a guy say, I don't need a woman. But yeah, I've heard yeah, a bunch he, of women say, I don't need no man. But, but but here's the thing, though. That that mentality is not that far off because when you look at how things were before America really came to its fruition, guys thought women as irrelevant. They were going to be there irregardless. Guys were out doing their pirate thing. Guys were out doing their swashbuckle or, or, or war thing. And females was like an afterthought. It's like, yeah, but they never, they never said, I don't need no woman. No, no, they never said it, so, but my point is they acted it in such a way that they were not relevant to their lives, is what I'm saying. If, if See, I, don't, I disagree with that, because they had women at every port. Yeah, yeah, but they were expendable. I mean, yeah, they, they were, but, but they still needed them. Yeah, they needed them, and they needed them to function a, for a purpose. But they didn't right. need them to. But they didn't need them to do what they needed to do. They didn't need, they need them. To couple with them. They, they didn't need them to, to go across the colonies and kill all the Indians and colonize the West. The only time they needed women was basically, I hadn't had a woman in three months because I've been on a ship. I need to have a release, and that was it. Well, men have always needed women in order to uh, to procreate, in order to um, advance the uh, the human race. I think that's um, a DNA thing. Uh, but we didn't need men at that particular time. Didn't think of women the way we do now because we took women kind of kind of for granted. Like they were there, we knew we could find a woman who would become a wife, or we knew we could find a woman who would become you know a whore, and. That's the way it was. But now it, we don't. We didn't have the obstinate women then as we do today. You know. And I think largely that's because, and I was talking to somebody about this earlier, 
if we really look at it, and this isn't to belittle women, I'm just making this point for what it is. There's a lot of things that ladies in the workforce do and get that we kind of coddle them into a successful career. When you look at ladies who work in the men field, why is it that ladies have to have a, 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 a fellow officer when she goes does something dangerous? Isn't that what she's hired for? It? I thought everything was equal. Or why is it that when a lady does a particular skill set, she has to have a, a male individual with her or they put her in a safety scenario to where she doesn't have to do those things but still gets the same pay. I just think we're, we're kind of putting things here in America in such a way where it coddles ladies towards success in a lot of ways. Q, you're 100% correct. 100%. What? Oh, my God. He agreed. <laughs> 100% correct. Not only do we coddle them in that way, how about women don't get to where they are without men helping them? Men, more than women, mentor women. Women don't get to where they are because they've gone to their sisters and gotten help. Oh, that, that, might have, that might have to do with the fact that it's a, the men created the society for men. Well, men created the society for men and for women. Women were taking the the secondary role, but not at this. Well, well, well they created the the workforce more, more so for men. Yeah, and look at what's happened now. Look at what happened. If the women were not, uh, first off, there were more women in the work in the workplace back in the forties and fifties than people imagined. And when the um, women's rights, uh, uh, women's lib came along, with I forgot her name, she wrote the feminine mystique. She didn't write it. Gloria Steinem. No, it wasn't Steinem. It was before her. Um, it was the old woman, the old ugly woman. Forgot her name. Susan In B. Case, Anthony. Huh? Susan B. Anthony. No, no, no. no. That, she was true uh, suffragette and stuff like that. But, um, no, I'm talking about, I forget. It'll come to me. In any case, when you listen to her, or I've got the book, it wasn't about men or dogs don't listen to men. It was about women. If you're a housewife and you don't want to be a housewife, then you have the right to go out there and help your man bring in the money. But the neo-feminism, they're the ones who said through the liberal colleges that men subliminally, men are the dogs, men are, the, men are who is keeping you down, men are the enemy. That's why women have this attitude today, where they're always competing with men about everything. Any, exactly. any discussion, the woman has to be right. Any discussion. Exactly. And, 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 to, and to point the point of Joe, that is why I truly feel in our society we've reversed the role. We are so much pro-women, pro-this, pro-women, women, women, but when it comes to men, the respect that we used to have as men is lost. I'm sorry, it's not there. If there was respect for, if we had the same kind of respect that we're giving for women, laws would have not been the same. Child support would have not been the same. A lot of things would not have been the same. But since we put our society so much focus on women and saying they have to be equal, they have to be done, the, 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 the thing is now women have more power than men. I'm sorry. They do. They don't. They don't. They do. Not, they do. Not even that at all. Not in my opinion, at least. Okay. Well, name, 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 name a woman 
on the Forbes 400 besides Oprah? There are five, the five richest uh, men uh, in America. The one, who, the one who runs Yahoo right now. Yeah, so, I mean, but and then compare that to men. Yeah, well, but the, more power, well, the well, laws are more in their side. Name, uh, name, any woman could come to you and basically say you basically raped her, and you will be in prison. Period. Yeah. Not, not, not without yeah. DNA. Okay? No, yeah, but will, she, no, she doesn't no, even no, need no. to have DNA sometimes. No, she doesn't even yes, need to have this. Yes, she did. Yes, she did. You have the idea. Here's a here's a problem. Let's let's uh let's uh use it in another scenario. A woman at your job can allegate or allegate can can allege that you did something inappropriate and it will take you six months to eight to eight months to prove that you didn't do it. That's and that's if you don't lose the job and that's if you right. the job doesn't even fire you because they don't want to have problems. Yeah, that's that's the type of power that 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 supersedes money, is is favoritism based on who you are. Um, the 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 Forbes the Forbes thing, I do agree with you. There's not a lot of ladies on there, but proving Stan's point, that's because the system so far has not allowed it. I can say the same thing that there's not a lot of gay openly gay males on the four or five hundred or Native Americans or. It's, it's because the system is in play for them. And kind of go back to the topic, it's kind of like if a person doesn't need you, then why cry that you need equality? Exactly. Because of where we come from, it's just been the history has been of, of inequality. And, and I just want to say one thing. I think that the problem with, with women that say, I don't need a man, a man, if you ask a woman that, it's just so, the word need is such a broad statement. It seems like you would have to follow it up with something. You would maybe like, do you need a man to be the way God designed the world, or do you need a man to be balanced or something? Just to say, do I need a man? It's easy for a person to say no, because they may not need a man to pay their bills. Or they may not need a man for a lot of things. They can live 100 years, 90 years without a man. So it's just it's such a broad statement. I don't need a woman, but I need one to probably be balanced the way you know that life was intended. And so I think that's the issue. It's just it's, it's so broad. What yeah, but when a woman says, I don't need a man, it makes me think that, well, we're supposed to give you a trophy. Fine, you don't need a man. You are self-sufficient. And we should give probably, you a trophy she, she, for, she's for being self-sufficient. That's it. The thing is, the thing is, she's probably telling the truth based on her scope of, of how she's looking at the question. She's probably looking at her life right that moment, and she hasn't had one in a year. And she, so she probably literally doesn't need it based on the scope. So you have to, like, kind of, kind of clarify it a little bit more because that's just such a broad statement to just say, do you need a man and leave it at that? Because you don't need a woman. Right, but I you mean, probably mind, need a woman to have kids. The bottom line is, if you don't have a man, you're not going to die. If you don't have a woman, you're not going to die. Right, you that's know, how they so look at it. depends on what you mean by, by need. Like, if exactly. you don't have food, you need food. You need water. You need oxygen. Right, like, like, they can't, like a woman will never say, I don't need food. Because she do. But the thing Unless is, is that they, yeah, the thing that I don't agree is when they say I don't need a man, it's basically they want to have praise for being self-sufficient. And I will never praise you for being self-sufficient. Because like Joe said, 
we as men don't say, I don't need a woman. We know we don't, we don't need a woman. We don't have to say it. That's being self-sufficient. That's, being, that's doing what you need to do. I think oftentimes, though, when a woman says she doesn't need a man, it's probably due to some topic or some conversation that's being had, you know. Course, I don't think she's just walking been, around saying it. They've been oh. <laughs> they've been walking around they've saying been, it and praising it to everybody. I don't need they a have man, been taught since the age of five, six, or seven to believe they don't need a man. What they generally mean is I don't need a man to provide for me and I don't need a man for companionship. But they're wrong in at least the companionship area. They're trying to prove themselves as being not just the equals to men, but superior to men. Yeah, to men, brain, exactly. Right, that's a brainwashed attitude that they've gotten through liberal colleges and through, as we discussed last week, through, the, through fathers the and, uh, and mothers teaching their kids, you know what, you're daddy's little girl, you're the little princesses, which is okay within the family structure, but when you get outside of the family structure then these girls are thinking about, well, now how do I act as a little girl, a little lady? How do I act when I get grown up? And they learn that from their peers, and they learn that from Hollywood. So all you have to do is go to Hollywood, and you find out what a woman thinks. Hey, uh, I, gotta, I, I, gotta I have to get out of here, fellas. I, I have I, to get out of here, fellas, but uh, qu- uh, quickly. Uh, I'm going to ultimately uh, try to interview everybody at some point in time, but uh, I'm going to try to start off with Stan and Joe. Uh, one of you gentlemen, please contact me at uh, manhoodlessons at gmail dot com. Uh, I'm going to try to do a, a hour interview, and I'm just selecting different people on YouTube and Blog Talk, and then we're going to go everything from ladies to what men should be doing, and so on and so forth. So, uh, if you would please stand and uh, Joe, manhoodlessons at gmail dot com. I would really appreciate it, so I can kind of get you guys for an interview, an actual interview. Okay. All right. I got a monkey wrench. Do you think that uh, that attitude of I don't need a man is based on what level of socioeconomics you're in? And what I mean by that is you hear a lot of people, a lot of middle class women who, you know, they've got a degree or, you know, they're in management, they say that. But I don't, I've never heard an uh, a truly wealthy, uber wealthy person say, or woman say, I don't need a man. So do you think that's a class mentality? Hello? Yeah, we're here. Yeah, I was just saying that there, I was just asking that question. Do you think that a I think it's a anger. I think it's an. It comes from an, an angry place. I think so. I think it kind of transcends class because I can. I remember. I I've heard ghetto females say that, and and I've seen you know women in positions of authority kind of have that attitude. I think it just has to do with. I think it comes from an angry place where, where who's ever saying it. But I mean, authority could be one thing, but somebody, you know, I'm talking about like a truly, like somebody that is worth like $30 million or more. I don't, I don't know nobody like that. Well, I don't, I've never heard, I've never heard, I mean, I, I did, that's, I mean, that's, some of the people I deal with are pretty wealthy, so, but I've never heard any of them say, even the single ones that have gotten divorced, they nev- they've never said, I don't need a man. 
but I do I do see certain women in certain I would say middle to working class positions. That's a common theme that they say. Yeah, I'm not really sure. Did the call end? Is it just me and you on here? No, 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 man. We we here. I'm, I'm listening. No, we here. And 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 I was speaking on mute, so I was talking to myself. But I wanted to tie. Uh, I want to help you, Harry. Um, and I want to flip what Stan was saying earlier, um, and ask the question: Does a woman having a man measure success in any way? I think it makes her look like she's uh, probably desirable in some some form of fashion, intolerable. Yeah, he said tolerable. <laughs> I like that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, I, I do I do think it's a measure of success because I think many of the women that I know that are married, they do they do see their marriage as a, a, a as an accomplishment. Mm-hmm. Do you think that a woman can actually better herself without the presence of a man or she has to have a man to better herself? I don't think she needs a man to better herself. I think that's an individual thing. Mm-hmm. But I think she needs one to reach her full potential. I agree with mm-hmm. that. Mm-hmm. But what are some what are, what are some basic things, fellas, that any adult, man or woman, needs to survive? What are some basic things that any adult needs to survive? Needs to survive. I don't think they need much for food. Food is one. What else? Shelter, water, clothes. Yeah. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Uh, yeah. Exactly. That's about it. So don't most women have family or friends they can call on for most of these things if necessary? Why do they need a man for those things? They don't. You said, you said to survive. There's a difference between surviving and living till you're, to the fullest. Okay, we don't need much to survive. Okay, but we do need we do need more than just just the bare necessities to live life to the fullest. Mhm. I mean, survival, you know, survival it, it doesn't take much. You know, now we live in a world where we complicate things and we need all these clothes and all these houses and all these cars and all this and all that and we need, definitely need trips to Aruba, you know. But, at, you know, at the end of the day, there isn't really that much that we need to survive. Dating advice columnist Kevin Darnay writes that anything beyond the needs that y'all just listed fall under the category of wants. Right. So is there a difference between a woman needing a man and wanting a man? Well, define need again. I mean, if you if you come to need, do you need me for survival, or do I do I need to have you know companionship from the opposite sex to have a fuller life? Hmm. So it really comes down to what your definition of need is. When it comes down to it, you know, like you said, what you know, if for for basic survival, 
you know, what you need is, 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 you know, food, water, shelter, and clothes. After that, you know, there's not a whole lot that you really need to survive. There's one absolute thing that a man needs a woman for, and that's to have a child. Yeah, but you don't need to have a child to survive. I'm not talking about survival. I'm talking about where a need, you can utilize the word need in regards to a man and a woman. Well, there's, there's a lot of things that, that you need, and a woman needs a man to have a child, or at least a sperm donor. Yeah, so, she but a I mean, what I'm saying is you have to define what you mean by need, what your definition of need is. Look, the needs are very, very basic. You just need to survive. You don't even really need to do that. Otherwise, people wouldn't commit, to, wouldn't commit suicide. Now, in order to be fulfilled, there's a difference of dividing line between need and fulfilled. In order to be fulfilled, my particular theory is you do need somebody as a worthwhile companionship to feel the joy of life. If you don't have that, you can be content without him or her, but you're not going to be fulfilled. But then is a woman wrong when she says that she doesn't need a man? She's just telling the truth. Well, then she doesn't need the man, but she won't be fulfilled. She won't be happy. She can become the CEO of any corporation she may want to be, but that'll be with men's help more than women's help, and she can find some sort of contentment and rising to the top of her particular station. But she all, that, all that's true. All that may be true, but the fact is she don't need a man. Okay, so and she doesn't need a man. that's a true statement when she says that. All right, so she doesn't need a man. You find a woman who doesn't need a man. You say, thank you very much. Goodbye. <laughs> And I also, I also think a lot of times you spend too much time on women who have that mentality. I mean, because the reality is, if that's a if that's a woman's mentality, then that's if you're single, then you you're not going you, you individually are not going to convince her otherwise. So you so need. Why to, would you want to? Why would exactly. you want a woman you like want? That? Exactly, exactly. So the, the point There's is... There's so many other women out there that, that, that are, you know, have, have a brain in their head that don't think like that. Exactly, exactly. I mean, if I met a woman and, and if I was single, and the first thing out of her mouth was, I don't need no damn man. I'd be like, you, you definitely don't need me. Because I don't so need a woman that needs me. Is the real issue the the fact that she doesn't need a man or is the fact that she has a mentality to identify that she doesn't need a man? For me, it's it's the mentality to, to think like that because somebody that says that to me says, man, I don't need this headache. Because to me, that told me that here's a woman that was probably abandoned by her daddy, so she's got daddy issues, she's got abandonment issues, that's probably met guys that have dogged her, so she's carrying all that crap. And the last thing I need to do is get into a relationship and have to deal with that. Okay, let me ask you, let me throw a monkey wrench in it then, and it's late. But, because I, I've been through this myself, and I can kind of relate to any individual that says that. To me, being able to uh, to reach a point in your life from, from birth, you I think a lot of people, or at least I did, reached a point where I identified where I identified that I don't necessarily I, I know we're all interconnected, but I don't need anybody. I can use people that want to be there for me, but if they don't, I don't need them. And it was it was it, it it's it's given me strength. I'm like now, you know, what I mean, I don't have a bad attitude, and I'll help anybody, and I'm available for anybody. But at one point in time in my life, I identified that. And it was it, it, it's given me strength. And to this day, 
if you're gonna be there for me, I, I, I absolutely appreciate it. But if you're not, I could care less. But you see, that's not the same statement as I don't need anyone. I don't need anyone. Well, it, well, it, 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 well, at one point in time, it was that strong. Like I don't but, need. But, but that's not a true statement. You cannot survive without other human beings. No, no, I didn't say I didn't say I don't need any human being. I don't right. when need you, you. I don't need anybody. That's the same thing. Now, the next thing you said was, I don't need people that don't want to be there for me. Hey, that's a whole different statement. Well, that's what that's what they're basically saying. I, they're not saying I don't need no other human being. They're saying I don't need you. The, I don't no, need, they're saying I don't need anyone of the male pers- persuasion because they've been hurt by men and they lump all men in the same place. Yeah, but if a woman says, I don't need a man, chances are she's had bad experiences with men in her life. Now, if you've met a woman, let's just say, that, you know, that had good experiences with men, and she, she may have been married and her husband passed away or whatever the situation, she may say, you know what, I don't need to be married anymore. I was married for 25, 40 years, whatever. My husband passed away. And I'm perfectly content that part of my life was fulfilled, and I don't need to be married anymore. That's a different statement than I don't need a man. Yeah, but if you grow up in a Ferrari, ain't no woman going to say that. If you did what? If you grow up in a Ferrari, no woman is going to say I don't need a man. That's not true. <laughs> that is true. That isn't true. There are women that are not impressed by by Ferraris. Okay. Yeah, but they may not they may not buy Ferraris, but at least they would consider like this guy, all things being equal, has probably got it together. I'm I may be able to at least at least for selfish reasons alone get ahead. Well, that's that's stating that the woman needs to get ahead. What if the woman is is, is successful in her own right? Man, there's a lot. Uh, what this is what I was. I'm not saying it's not. No, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, man, hold on, hold on. This is what I will say to you. There is like a plethora of YouTube videos out there of women who they prank with guys that are driving in Ferraris, but then when they find out that they don't own the Ferraris, they sing a different tune. I mean, it's it's a fact that there's gold diggers out there, okay? I mean, look at the situation that happened with Sterling in the, in the NBA, okay? Yeah, was she a gold digger? Of course, okay? I mean, how is a 80-year-old dude going to get a chick like that? Okay, she's a gold digger, obviously. Are there women that are gold diggers? Yeah, they're always going to be. But that doesn't mean every woman's a gold digger. Well, I want to say, i put it this way. All people want to get ahead, all things being equal. I'm sure that there's some people that don't want to get ahead, but everybody, whether it's through good means or good, good intentions or not, they want to improve their station in life. And when right. they see an and when they want to see it, when they see an opportunity where they want to improve their where they can improve their station, they'll probably try to find a way to take advantage of that opportunity. It may not work out. I would give out. you all things being equal. If a woman 
looked at a guy that, that, that his only transportation was a skateboard, and another guy was driving a Ferrari, and both of them she liked, she'd probably deal with the guy that had the Ferrari, especially if she was later on in life. Okay, because she realized, dude, you're 50 years old, and you, all you got is a skateboard. You something wrong with you? Okay, but that doesn't mean that that every woman is going to be impressed because of what you have attained. Uh, that's not what I'm saying. What I'm saying is, it doesn't matter if you have a Ferrari or not. If if a woman can improve her station in life, and it doesn't, and just take the Ferrari scenario out the out the out of the discussion, if a woman can improve her station in life, she is going to find a way to do that. Because sure. that's 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 why that's why people get married, that's why people have companionship, because they feel like I can get, I can be in a better station in life with this person if versus where I am right now. Absolutely, and 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 as you, especially as you get older, you start to realize that people are where they are because they've chosen to. And if you're still broke, busted, and disgusted at forty or fifty years old, you're probably not going to accomplish jack in your life. And it says more about your character and your drive than than anything else. You know, at, at, when you're younger, well, you know, you're you're full of all these dreams. But if all, if all you still have it at that age are dreams and haven't accomplished anything, that says something about who you are. Right. I mean, but, I mean, go, go I, you on, know, but, I was but, I was single at forty years old again. All right, and I mean, you know, you know, obviously, I, you know, well, I, not obviously. I mean, I wanted a woman that, that was doing something with her life. I wasn't looking for somebody that was looking for somebody to, 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 to lay up on. You know, it, it was important to me to have a woman that was strong enough that, that, that you know, she she wanted something and was doing something with her life. You know, right, I, wasn't, I, I wasn't looking for my wife to, you know, to take care of me or anything like that. But I wanted a woman that, that was bringing something to the table. Yeah, but you're but you're not a woman, and and the discussion is about does a woman need a man, and that's my that's my whole point. I think women who say they don't need a man, they may not want that particular man. I think that might be a statement that they make in context of that particular situation. But if they're talking to an individual that can improve their circumstance, their situation. They're not going to say that to that person because they're going to find a way to improve their situation, whether the intention is good or the or the intention is bad. They're going to find a way to link up with that dude. Maybe I don't know, but I've I've met some women that have had that attitude. You know, when I met my wife, uh, you know, she was she was independent woman, you know, and she was. She was taking care of, you know, taking care of stuff on her own. She didn't, you know, she didn't need me financially. You know, she was a single mom. She owned her own home, you know, had a car. She didn't need me financially. She was doing fine. But she wanted yeah. to be married. Yeah, but she needed you probably emotionally or spiritually, though. Of course, and she hadn't shut down. She wanted to be married. All right, now, I didn't pull up in a Ferrari, you know, but, you know, you know. So, hmm. But there, I have met a lot of women 
you know, that have said, I don't need no man. And usually what I have found is those women are really, really, what they're saying is, I don't want to be hurt again. That's it. I've That's tried it. this right. however yeah. many times, all right, and, you know, I don't want to be hurt again, and I'd rather be by myself than hurt again. Yeah. That's it mm. right there. Yeah, so final question, fellas. I'm glad you said that, Andrew. Final question, in your own words, why does a woman need a man? I think women are built um, and designed to um, want to be protected and want to know that they can count on somebody to be there and protect them and, and make sure everything's okay. I think every woman in the deep part of her heart wants her man to be a man and take care of, the, take care of whatever needs to be taken care of so she could be a woman. Now, you know, a lot of women are forced into situations that they can't and they haven't and they have to step up and do things, but I really believe that every woman in the deep part of her heart Wants to when when she sees her man go out and take care of what he should be taking care of and protect her and and protect the house and raise the kids. I think in the back, back of her heart she says, "That's my man. That's what I want." And I think that's the way God designed women. Yeah, I think a, I think a woman needs a man because she's in, incomplete without a man. Hmm. Yeah, I, I agree. I, I believe it has to do with balance. Because once you're complete, all the other things will will come along. You know. I think men are complete when they when they have their wife. They you know they have their woman. I mean, you know, it, it's fun as a young guy to go out and chase chase the panties, but after a while that gets old, and you want to come home. And, and have a woman you can you can sit in the easy chair with and 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 be content that that she's there with you. So what y'all kind of alluding to is that a woman doesn't need a man; she needs a good man. She needs, she needs a man like man. you, Rodney. <laughs> she needs the best man for she needs the best man for her. All right. So so what you're saying is that a good woman knows she needs a man. I think I a bad woman. I think a. I think a bad woman knows she needs a man too. She just don't want to admit it. Her <laughs> ego too big. That's good. That's good. Yeah, and if I could send a message, you know, out to the ladies that are listening, um, if you really do want something, it's probably best you stop telling yourself and others you don't. Most yeah. people have a better shot at falling in love, hitting the lottery, but millions of people buy a ticket every day. So to the ladies that are listening, don't let not having something today keep you from wanting it tomorrow. Because the bottom line is you need us to create more women. <laughs> <laughs>
her her father and 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 hurt her mother, that's not a good way to go into a marriage. Right. 